This feels real now. It feels like a real thing. We're like a real street. We're like a we're a real boy. There's people watching. Hey, what's up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horton. This is this is the NWA, the show celebrating the past, present, future history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. We are so glad you're here. And by we, I mean me and my boys, Will Martin. He just That's assumed me. I was throwing to him first. And the <laughs> doctor, Rob Stinson. We go, so guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I see so many guys in the chat right now. Thank you so much for being here. We're, we're happy. This is for, uh, spur of the moment right now. We're just hanging out. We're just excited. It's a big day. It's a big, big Friday the 16th. It's this On this day of our Lord, the 1,000th day of the reign of the real world's heavyweight champion. Nick Aldis, and the day that NWA 73 tickets go on sale, that Empower tickets go on sale, NWA Power tickets go on sale for the Chase Plaza Park, Chase Park Plaza Ballroom in St. Louis, Missouri. This is huge. The race to the chase is on, and it's for real now. You can buy tickets right this second. You can go to Ticketmaster. You can go to NationalWrestlingAlliance.com. You can buy tickets to go to this event, you can be a part of history. It has been so long since the NWA has been to the chase. Wrestling in the ch at the chase is back. This is a big deal. Not since the days of Sam Muchnick has this been a thing. If you appreciate traditional professional wrestling, this is where you want to be in St. Louis, Missouri. If you want to give support to Mickey James and her efforts to throw the NWA's first all-women's pay-per-view, this is where you want to be. If you want to attend tapings of nwa power and you haven't been able to because atlanta's just right outside outside of your reach but you're in the midwest or the southeast if you're rob stinson that this <laughs> they, is they, where you want to play this they play in the southeastern conference bro that's not the midwest <laughs> i think midwest i think ohio indiana illinois pennsylvania maybe it's wisconsin well, but missouri is southeast baby southeastern conference missouri tigers wow hey. You know as well as I do, Rob. The Braves used to be in the NL West, so that's right. Conferences that's right. don't really conferences aren't really uh, lined up with where you're at. But I get your point. All right, so this is Lucy Goosey. This is like completely unplanned. We jumped on the YouTube. We're going to see what happens. And uh, already, there's so many people in the in there uh, in the in the chat and uh, just watching. And so we are grateful to every single one of you. We just want to hang out and celebrate. That's all we're doing. We're just going to take like an hour here, just chill, just. Talk about wrestling and especially talk about because Doc's here. Well, no, we're 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 being real this time. This is this is gonna be like I said, loosey goosey. We just threw this live stream up. I'm actually sending out the tweets as we talk. We're gonna celebrate the reign of the real world's heavyweight champion, the dealer, the national treasure, Mr. Nick Aldis, who did today reach the pinnacle of one thousand days as the champ. Uh Doc, I mean. How big a deal is this? This is a big deal, right? It's a it's as big as it gets, man. This doesn't happen often. In fact, uh, it's not happened in about 22 years, 22, 23, something like that. Quarter of a century is not happening. Given the way that the sport has changed, uh, it may never happen again. Now, I'm not saying Nick Aldis isn't going on to 2,000 or even 3,000 days. I'm just saying that no other human being may ever reach the 1,000-day mark in our lifetimes. Uh, that's how big a deal it is. It's huge. 
Will, does it feel like a big deal to you? Do you feel do you feel pumped about this situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely huge. I mean, as Rob said, I mean, in this in this day and age, and and with where the sport is, there's so much competition. There's so much uh, going on from promotion to promotion. To have somebody who uh, has been a staple as long as as Nick Aldis has, it's it's a rarity, and it's it's definitely something to. Uh, you know, whether you love him or don't love him or, uh, you know, he's your favorite or, or not your favorite, you got to respect the fact that we're, we're hitting a milestone that, you know, I, I can't help but be a little, uh, you know, overdramatic when I hear Rob frame it that way that literally we may never see again in our lifetime. And we've always had to refer to history to talk about guys that have reached a thousand days. And we've looked at these historic, you know, old VHS tapes and film and stuff like that. And now, we have right in front of us. We're living history. And Nick Aldis is going to be somebody in that conversation for our children and our grandchildren. And like he's he's part of that history now. And um, yeah, it's just it's something to to behold and to just kind of relish in in this moment. So I'm definitely feeling it today. Man, I'm I, I, even as a guy in the you know what we do normally on the live shows. I'm feeling happy about it. I'm feeling celebratory. I've been on Twitter even going to bat for the champ, which is exactly the opposite of the person I normally am on this show. So it's super exciting for me as well. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that are celebrating it. And if you're in the chat, I mean, throw it in there. We want to know what you guys think. We're, and it's not just it's not just Nick, although Doc is definitely wants it to be a lot about Nick. Uh, I want to know who got tickets. I want to know what days you're going. We want to see you there. We're going to be there. We want to see you guys there. We can't wait to meet you if we haven't met before and 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 all of that. Like we're 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 super pumped to be there. I just saw somebody say it. Uh Brandon Dunkirk there in the chat. I see. I got two tickets for NWA 73. I can't wait to see the real world's champion, Nick Aldis. That's exciting, man. Brandon, you're gonna see. Assuming now this next weekend, Nick Aldis has to defend that title against Trevor Murdoch. So I don't know if you guys saw this, and, and Robin, will I even mean you guys? Did, did you happen to see the live chat between Nick and Billy and uh, Mickey James today on Instagram? Uh, Billy brought up the fact of like, what if, what if in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the gathering too, Trevor Murdoch takes the ten pounds of gold, gold, and the hometown boy walks into St. Louis at the chase wearing that belt? That would be. That would be wild. Uh, Nick doesn't seem well, worried, it, but it would be wild. Trevor Murdoch is a worthy contender. He ain't going to take the title. I hate to use the word ain't, but he ain't going to take the title in Charlotte. <laughs> he ain't going to take the title ever. In a thousand days, we're going to be doing the 2,000-day celebration. Let me address something right off the bat before I let the, the, the chat get out of hand. I'm, I'm addressing Andy the Sock. Andy the Sock. Thank you uh, for being in here, man. We appreciate your support. We appreciate for joining and tuning in. Let's dispel with the myth that the title wasn't defended for over a year. That's that is a I don't know where that mistruth came from. During the height of the pandemic, Nick Aldis continued to defend the title between the, the months of April uh, of 2020 all the way up to uh, January. He defended the title six to seven uh, six to seven different times against quality opponents like Jason Stripe, like Brian Pillman Jr. We, the Bearded Trio, were there at those matches. I don't know where that has taken root at. Did the pace of title defenses slow down? Yes, it did. And there were four uh, defenses scheduled in Puerto Rico, across the Southeast, and Canada 
that uh, that were there, you know, ready to happen in April and May of 2020 that were canceled outside of the champ's control. But the champ defended the title consistently during the pandemic. I think the longest stretch that he went was about maybe six, maybe seven months, which is which is about the average <laughs> space between a a a Brock Lesnar title reign without a pandemic. So let's just dispel with that at the top. I'm glad you're here, but I don't want to hear any more say anybody else say, "Oh, you went 365 days or a year without a defense." That is false. Just just Google it. It just takes a simple a simple Google search. I've got a a document that contains every NWA title defense in history, all the way going back to 1948, even going even before the the, the NWA was founded. The title has been defended consistently without break, even during the pandemic. So let's dispel that myth out 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 of the uh, the front. All right. All well right. said. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, I, nobody's harder on the champ than I am, and I have to also concur with Rob Stenson. One thing we don't do here is doubt the fact that Nick Aldis is the real world's heavyweight champion. He is the rightful owner of Sweet Charlotte, the 10 pounds of gold. Uh, nothing about what we do here discredits that, and it's going to be all the more sweet uh, when somebody finally takes it from him, but again, we're not we're not having those discussions. We're it ain't happening, it. baby. It ain't happening. <laughs> but hey, listen. Uh, regardless, regardless of of when that happens, he's reached a thousand days as of today, and nobody can ever take that from him. And uh, you can make all the excuses you want, but those of us who have actually been paying attention for the past couple of years know that uh, he is a defending champion, has been a defending champion, he's been a worthy champion. And uh, like I said earlier, where you, no matter where you sit on the fence of, you know, if if you if he's your favorite, you know, wrestler or not, you gotta respect that if you're a wrestling fan. Absolutely. And uh, Doc, I want to ask you a couple of questions about this rain and exactly what that means. I want to say a shout out to uh, Nathan in the chat. Uh, he, uh, he's going to be watching from the comfort of your couch. Hey, man, if you can't be there, the best thing you could do if you like the NWA is to go ahead and purchase that bundle on Fight TV. It would be amazing to have you do that. Empower, I, I can already tell you the rumors abound in the backstage. We're not even privy to everything, but the excitement's already off the chain from what we can tell. It's going to be huge. Empower is going to be huge. NWA 73 is going to be huge. This is a big deal. You guys want to be as much of a part of history as you want to. I can't wait to be a part of history just by being in the bubble somewhere. And that part of that bubble is ordering this thing on Fight TV. You saw it live. You got to do it, man. You got to do it tonight. I'm going to tell you right now, the pay-per-view tickets on for Empower and 73 are gone. They're already halfway gone. It's been up for what? A little over an hour and they're halfway sold out. So anybody out there who says the champ doesn't draw... <laughs> Okay, man, go back to Xbox or whatever, or uh, or or uh, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't know. That's just What's silly. crazy is you can't tell right now. This is how wild I'm getting. You can only see my upper half. I'm dressed like Winnie the Pooh right now. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a jar of honey. He's got a jar of honey in his lap. And no pants. That's where I was going with it. But thanks for trying to cover for me, Will. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Friday night. Uh, TGIF. Uh, hey, listen, man. You guys can uh, you can love or hate Nick Aldis. He is our champ. And uh, 
there, here we are. And, uh, and, and, and Rob's got a point <laughs> so far. He's the only announced talent for NWA 73 and the thing's close to selling out. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of right now. <laughs> he doesn't draw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, unless let's uh, not let, let's not let things like facts get in our way. So, <laughs> yeah. And Hey, Tony, I see you in the chat, man. You're right. You can't be in St. Louis, but you can't beat that bundle deal. You're absolutely right. The boys over at the boys and girls, sorry, over at fight TV, they have done us a solid and they're giving you a great deal to get this thing at a bundled price. You can get Empower and NWA 73 for a low, low price over on fight TV. You got to do it. You got to be a part of history. We can't wait to just celebrate this whole thing with everybody. I saw a couple of other people. I'm sorry if I missed you with, uh, with uh tickets uh we're so happy to see you're gonna be there we come say hello to us we want to meet you if you're in if you see us and, and we don't see you first come say hello and and hang out with us for a little bit we'd love to know every single person that appears and hangs out so uh doc i gotta throw it to you for just a second i, I gotta know so, so tell us a uh you, you handled the deal about that there's been defenses that this is all rumor and uh so so many fallacies of fact and or so many facts and fallacies or something out whatever you say all the time uh fallacies of, uh, <laughs> yeah i got you <laughs> yeah. so anyway there's all of this but but in terms of this the the historicity of this event 1000 days yeah. the uh nick Aldis, uh this is the fifth man to ever do it and the sixth rain that's ever reached this point am i am i right in that you're right i i, I do let me let me address something else uh, uh, uh and only because i know there's probably someone in the chat that's thinking this i've gotten multiple emails today and even heard at the press conference the other day um in st louis at the chase when the uh the gentleman was introducing nick and he said something to the effect that it, this was the 996th day and i was like oh, he's actually off a couple days <laughs> Let, let, let me establish this person, uh, you know, for once and for all that today is the 1000th day. Let's, let's establish that first and foremost. So everybody understands. Okay, okay. Let's do some math. I wish they had a calculator on phones. That's what they need to do. Some, some brilliant entrepreneur needs to come up and say, look, we got a phone. We got a calculator. Let's combine the two. What, what you're saying? Will? what phone do you, you have a flip phone? <laughs> what do you have? Man, I got, the, I got the iPhone 12, baby. It's got a calculator on it. You literally just talk to it. It'll do the math for you. Okay, it pull it up real quick. Pull, pull it up real quick for me, Will. Let's do some math real All right. quick. All right. All right. So what day – here's a quiz question. What day did, did Nick Aldis win the World's Heavyweight Championship? October – ooh, I know this. It's got an 8 in it. 21st. First, that's what I meant when I said 8. Yeah. You're the number 2018. October 21st, yeah. 2018. Okay, so so we're counting October 21st as a day, right? Yep, he was champion on that day. So how many days are there in October? 31. 31 days. And every October since the foundations of the Gregorian calendar, or whatever we call it, I don't know. Okay, so you got the 21st plus the 10 days following that. That's 11 days in October 2018. Mm -hmm. plus 30 days in November, plus 31 days in December, right? So in 2018, for the second reign, he was champion for 72 days, right? 11 yep. plus 30 plus 31, correct? Correct. How many days are in a year? 
365 or six. That's right. In 2019, there were 365 days, but in 2020, that was a leap year and there were 366 days. That's where a lot of people make a mistake. So 2018, we got 72 days. 2019, we got 365 days. 2020, we got 366 days, right? Yep. That's what do we got? So where are we? That's 803. Okay. So how many days in January? Uh, 30, wait, 31. 31. Okay. So add 31 yep. to that, Gary. How many days in a February that's not on a leap year? 28. 28. How many days in March? 31. 31. How many days in April? 30. How many days in May? 31. How many days? Rob, in we're June? losing all our viewers here. We're sorry. Right, we're sorry. Right, we're sorry. Right. Let's establish it. June is 30. And how many and days so far in July? And today we're at day 16, right? July oh. the 16th, right? That's oh, 197 got, days in 2020. I got a thousand. Boom. Today is the 1,000th day. There can be no doubt about it. So let's 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 just let's get rid of that myth. This is not day 998. This is day 1,000. <laughs> Today, okay. tomorrow is day I mean, 1001. All right. So we got that. Now let's talk about historicity in the history of the NWA. Now we're going to establish the NWA going back to 1948. In 19, it goes back beyond that. Let's, let's, let's get clear about that. But if you take it back to 1948, July the 18th, which is coming up in, a, in like two days from now, the birthday of the NWA, we're going to celebrate that too. But that's Sunday night. Heck, we might go live that night. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to speak for the team, but, uh, um, since that date, there have been six reigns, five men that have reached the 1000 day or more pinnacle. Luthes did it twice. Gene Kaniski did it once. Dory Funk Jr. Did it once. Dan Severn did it once. And Nick Aldis today has done it as well. So there are, Five men for six combined reigns to reach the 1,000-day mark. This is a historic day. Mm, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I see the people in the uh, chat that are excited. This is this is pumped. Noah says, because <laughs> Corgan is not happy about this reign. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anthony wants you to know that iPhones do have a calculator, Rob. Uh, certified hustler in the house saying, dude, St. Louis is getting a weekly wrestling at the chase series on YouTube right after it'll be their second weekly series. There's news everywhere in St. Louis about it starting in November. I don't even, wow. I don't even know about that. So, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, have you seen something about that, Rob? Uh, I just, just now, <laughs> just when you said that, <laughs> well, you said, yeah, like you knew about it. I said, yeah, like, yeah, cool. yeah, I heard about yeah, it. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, Jeff Ross says much respect to all this. He has carried the NWA title with pride and has really worked hard to put the NWA back on the map. Uh, and, uh, certified hustler is board ready in St. Louis. Uh, the, I, I've heard it's called the Lou. That's what you could call it. And uh, I saw that when uh, when uh, Tootie Lynn got announced. I saw a bunch of people talking about representing the Lou, and I like yeah. that. The Lou, that's right. And uh, yes, uh, 
St. Louis Wrestling at the Chase Channel 4. Certified Hustler knows his history. He is in there just like spouting it. Nathan is mad at me that I uh, said we weren't here for math class for Doc, so I apologize for that. And, uh, <laughs> Nathan, I just, nope. wanted, I just wanted to I wanted to spell two myths out the front because we've been dealing with this all day, that point A, that he de didn't defend it for a year, which is false. I, you know, enough people say it, enough people believe it, you know, so we just wanted to, that's not true. He defended it actively. And two, that this is not, in fact, day 1000. It is, in fact, you can't lie with, uh, you know, you can't, you, you can't, you know, finagle with math. The math. We just did the math. Today is day 1000. So he has defended it consistently for over a thousand days. And today is the thousandth day. It's actually the 1266th day of his tenure as a champion, if you combine his two reigns. But today is the uh, the one thousandth day of the you know the continuous single reign, which is huge. So, so this really begins in uh, this is his second race. So tell us a little bit about like the how we, how we got here, Rob. Well, we had the first reign, um, and uh, this was a championship that he won against Tim Storm. Tim Storm is great, man. He's a uh, he, you know he's important because he was the first champion of the transition of ownership from uh, from the old owners of the NWA into the Lightning One era. Jack Stane had been the champion. Tim Storm dethroned him and was a worthy champion. He was the man to, to, to represent the company at the launch. But Nick Aldis came in and, uh, and, and took out Tim Storm. And then he reigned for 266 days before dropping the belt to Cody Rhodes. The important thing about that reign is Nick, and, and I'm sorry, excuse me, the champion, Mr. Aldis, immediately established himself as a fighting champion. We're going to, later on in this hour, we're going to cover his top 10 defenses. But what is notable about his first reign is that he went on something that we call the Aldis Crusade. Uh, you know, when when you when you become champion, you automatically pick up the contract of the, pri the prior champion. And there were numbers of of defenses that were that were you know in place for Nick, including a, a defense against uh, Colt Cabana in the People's Republic of China. No NWA champion, no sitting champion, had ever wrestled in uh, in uh, China before, and uh, and uh, so this was historic. But he completed that crusade. He did it successfully. People were drawing comparisons to the great uh, run of uh, the Nature Boy Ric Flair in 1986 during the Bash Tour. When he defended the title successfully, well, uh, with one hiccup, he defended the title mostly successfully over the course of 30 days. I think it was something like 13 or 14 defenses. He did lose it to Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes won his third championship, but uh, uh, you know the champ, uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair, picked it back up in a couple of weeks and then went on to his, uh, uh, I believe, fourth reign at the time. My, my numbers might be a little uh, squirmy there, but... Uh, the importance of that first reign is it established the fact that Nick Aldis is a fighting champion. This is what rubs me wrong when people start talking about pandemic and this and that. Not only did he consistently defend the title during the pandemic, we have five or six quality defenses during the height of the pandemic that people just forget and overlook because they're not on cable TV or whatever. But Nick had already established the fact that he is a fighting champion. I'm sorry, I don't mean to say Nick like we're we don't fish together. You know, we're not. You know, I, I no no disrespect to him. I just, you know, we're I my 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 pulse is uh, is is racing right now. So um, he established the fact that he was a fighting champion. He is fundamentally said, even tweeted today when people were criticizing the COVID reign, he was saying, "Look, I share those sentiments. Don't get me wrong, but nevertheless, 
you know, I did what I could do to the extent that I could do it. And anytime anybody asks me, who is he beating? I, I, I just reply, well, he's beaten everybody, everybody he's had to. And the second reign he picked up right where the, uh, the first reign ended, he lost the belt to Cody. He picked it back up at the NWA 70 show. And, and that was October 21st, 2018. And since, uh, since that date, he has not gone longer than six or seven months without a defense. Now, that six or seven months is owing to the fact that four defenses were canceled between January and May of 2020. There were can there were matches in place. I'm talking about a defense scheduled for Puerto Rico, defenses scheduled for Canada, across the southeast. He had matches that were in place that were canceled, not by the NWA, not by him, but by the venues, by the vendors, by the the world. The world changed that time. Nevertheless, in spite of that. Even during the height of the pandemic, he went down to, to Central Florida, was part of a fan fest, defended against Nubby Bryant. He had defenses against Brian Pillman Jr. He had defenses against Mike Bennett. Uh, Jason Strife in Nebraska, he was the first NWA champion to wrestle in Nebraska in 30 years. The last person to do that, incidentally, was Ric Flair. Um, so he was fighting during that entire time uh, to the extent that he could. And now that uh, the pandemic has lifted, the defenses continue. We've had a couple of, uh, we have one against uh, Aaron Stevens. We had one against Trevor Murdoch. We've got another coming against Trevor Murdoch here in another week or two. Um, by the way, let me just, uh, as a piece of curiosity here, um, Kenny Omega, nobody's doubting his legitimacy as a champion. He won the belt in AEW at, at, around December. It was like December, December 2nd, 2020. How many times has he defended the AD, AEW championship since December 2nd, 2020? Anybody want to guess? Uh, four times. Six times. Six, Six times. times. So the, the defenses that, that all this has had since December of 2020 are comparable to the defenses that Kenny Omega has had since 2020, since December of 2020. All right? I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that they're the same. We're talking about different promotions, different styles, different competitors, both great in their own right. But there is no way that any person in their right mind could say that this, this championship reign is, an, is anything less than valid or legitimate. It is His defenses during the pandemic were plenty enough to, to validate and establish the legitimacy of this reign. By the way, let me take you back to Earl Caddick, one of the great uh, holders of the world championship prior to the NWA during the lineal days of the championship. And I'm talking about my boy, William Flagg. I'm talking about... Uh, I'm talking about Frank Gotch. I'm talking about uh, George Hackenschmidt. Those guys. Earl Caddick was the world championship of the of the championship that now Nick Aldis holds. He, while champion, left the United States during World War One to serve in a global conflict. Came back and defended the championship as champion. Nobody ever disputes Earl Caddick's reign or legitimacy. Yeah, that's that's really one I always uh, think about, especially when I saw some of these. I was like, well, even if you don't agree with this fact, I mean, the precedent has already been set that it still counts if there are circumstances outside of your control. So that's really what sold me is Earl Caddick's reign uh, going into World War II. Nobody questions that he was honoring his country. World War One. Oh, World War One. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't yeah. want any, I just don't want any troll coming out there saying, Oh, Gary, look at this idiot. He said World War II. <laughs> Thanks for looking at so, I, I got you, you, boy. I got you. I got those you. Kind of people, those kind of people don't exist on the internet, Rob. People nah, don't understand. you're right. Everybody's nice and kind. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had somebody on, on our TikTok channel the other day. I put up a um, I put up a post about uh, Ric Flair and Roddy Piper at at uh, at a WCW show, and somebody uh, somebody commented. <laughs> it said, "I don't know who the guy said." It said, uh, "I liked a I liked a TikTok from Sasha Banks, and now I'm seeing this crap." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, bruh, just just block me, man. Why do you got to be? You don't know me. I'm a I'm kind. I got kids. I'm a I'm a I'm a soldier. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I I serve my country. I like wrestling. I got." And then I just said, I commented, I said, just block, just block me, man. And he goes, yeah, or you could just grow up, buddy. I'm like, dude, you probably live in your mama's basement. I make close to 200000 a year. I'm a PhD. <laughs> I work for the NWA. My kids share this interest with me. Don't judge me, man. Come on now. Don't make <laughs> Don't come and die. Don't come and die <laughs> on TikTok. Doc is wild, y'all. Come on, man. TikTok's for TikTok's for fun, man. That's for fun. That's not for hating. We don't need to be hating That's, people, right? Yeah, Just quit man. bullying, man. Exactly. Oh man. If you want to join in that the conversation, TikTok, TikTok.com slash TIPW show. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Mario, I see you in the chat. I do not want a shot at the world's heavyweight championship against <laughs> Nick. As much as I talk about it, I just I judge because I care. But uh, in no way do I think that I could compete in the middle of the ring with anybody in the NWA, much less the champion. Right. So, we're, yeah. That's I not, know we're going to get into some more history tonight. I, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. Um, understand what we're not. We're not saying that this era is the same as the era of Luthez and Gene Kaniski and Harley Race. It's not the same era. Go watch my my TikTok on on the TIPW uh, TikTok channel. I try to do lessons three or four uh, times a month, where I just come out and just just try to lay down some history. The sport has evolved. Football has evolved. Baseball has evolved. Golf has evolved. Everything evolves, and this sport has evolved. But the greats in their own age emerge as the champions. Let, let, me, let me add some per, some contemporary perspective. Okay, in. Uh, in the current day, I'm not going to go back. We'll talk about the AWA and WWF and World Wrestling Council. But in the history of Impact, there have been no champions to ever exceed the 1,000-day mark. None. The, the, the longest reigning Impact champion ever is Kenny Omega, who's reigned for, excuse me, was Bobby Roode reigned for 256 days. 256 days. Great champion, okay? Kenny Omega has been champion for about 80 days. He earned that championship when he was 37 and a half years old. By the way, that's older than what Nick Aldis is at. Uh, in MLW, there's been not a single champion to ever exceed 1,000 days. The longest reigning champion ever, credible reign, Jacob Fatu. He's been he's been reigning for over 740 days. He might reach the 1,000-day mark. That's a championship that is recognized by TWI, PWI. It's one that I respect. Um, he's a young guy. That's that's legitimate, man. I and mean, we're going to give props where props are due. New Japan. Not a single champion has ever reigned for over a thousand days. Okada reigned for uh, seven hundred and twenty days. That was the fourth longest reign, and he's reigned five times for a combination of seventeen hundred and ninety days. In AAA, no one has ever reigned a thousand days. Kenny Omega uh, has reigned for six hundred and thirty-three days. He earned that title at thirty-six years, and the longest reigning champion ever was El Toronto, who's reigned for ten nine hundred and ninety-six days, but that was over two reigns. AEW. 
No one's ever reigned over a thousand days. The longest reigning champion, of course, was John Moxley at 277 days. He was 34.2 years old when he earned that title, precisely the age of Nick Aldis at his second reign. So Nick Aldis fits well within his contemporaries. Okay. So let's not, let's, if we want to make apples to apples comparisons, let's not try to compare Aldis to Kaniski or Thez. That's fun to do. And I think he would compete well in that era. You know, you adapt to the era. Let's put Aldis in his time frame, And in his time frame, he's right on par. In fact, he's, he's beyond par with his contemporaries. You know, what's always funny to me is just the fact that there is this, I, this desire to push back so hard. I, I just enjoy the fact that right now I'm a part of history just by, by seeing this happen. It's, um, you know, right now, Nick Aldis reaching the thousand day mark means this is a historical moment that a hundred years from now, looking back, professional wrestling historians are going to have to talk about Nick Aldis. They're going to have to talk about the NWA. This is a part of history and you are a part of it too. I just think that that's huge. You know, just when, like when the rock and roll express won the tag team titles, not so long ago, Jacob Fatu is going to be in that discussion with his historic reign right now in MLW. I mean, this is big. Kenny Omega, obviously love him or hate him. I mean, this is all part of it. I just love being a part of history. I'm having fun, man. I'm, I'm just happy to be, I'm happy for professional wrestling. One thing I love that I see in the chat right now being discussed a lot is just the interaction from the NWA Twitter with other people. I don't know if you guys saw it the other day, the NWA Twitter interacting with Deanna Parazzo and Ian Riccoboni, and they're all from different companies and they were just having a good time talking about like, Hey, if you're in St. Louis, stop by. And uh, Deanna Parazzo talking about her title defense tomorrow is like, I got somebody I don't know. And NWA saying like, well, look out. I mean, it's real. It's a bold move taking on mystery opponents. Let's see what happens. And uh, it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. They're they're This is, this could be, I would argue, is already beginning to be the next golden age in professional wrestling, and you can just enjoy it, enjoy yeah. the history. You're a part of it right now. That, that's what I'm saying, man. Don't, don't, you, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like the champs' tactics. I, I think I disagree with them. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a, a huge apologist for the champ, and I think is it, it, uh, you know I support most of his decisions. Well, actually, I, I I can't think of a decision of his that I don't support, but. Like them or not, I, I want tonight is about celebrating history. Uh, there, maybe I'm hoping 20 years from now, my kids will grow up, maybe running a podcast and being, you know, uh, in the service of the NWA, talking about the next thousand day champ and looking back and saying, you know, there's only been seven people to do it. You got to go all the way back to Nick Aldis. You, you, you just, just appreciate what's happened today. You can critique this and that, and I, and I see the comments in the chat too. I love these. You know, we can go into other promotions in the in in history. We're going to do that tonight. AWA, All Japan, WWE. There have been other champions and other promotions that have ex, ex, have gone beyond a thousand days, but this is the lineal championship. This is the true championship. That's our argument. Uh, to to hold this title is to hold the 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 cream to cream. You know what I mean? This is the one you want. There have been other credible champions that have held titles, and you you think about Vern Gagne, Nick Bockwing. Uh, Bruno San Martino, Pedro Morales, Hulk Hogan, uh, Bob Backlund. Um, you know, there have been others that have held titles in excess of a thousand days, but this one 
You ask anybody, and we have done it. Will, Gary, and I have been there. We've talked to the veterans. We've talked to the currents. We've talked to Austin Idol. The ones that they say, the title that they venerate, that they appreciate, that they revere, is this championship, the, the World's Heavyweight Championship. We respect the AWA title. We respect the NXT title, the WWE titles, the SmackDown and Raw version. We respect the MLW title, the AAA, the IWGP, the Triple Crown. We respect all those. They're just not this one. This is the one that is the important one. Totally agree, Doc. And uh, so, so who are some of these champs you're talking about? You you mentioned AWA and, and that sort of thing. So there, there's others. I mean, I, I think I think the chat seems to be really into the uh, history where I'm seeing a lot of Ric Flair and Roddy Piper stuff throwing around. Uh, the you know Tony talking about Nick and Billy saved the NWA name. Aldis and Cody was the reason I bought the first All In show. For that alone, Aldis will forever be an all time great. Uh, uh, Sid talking about the role to robbing us of Aldis versus Skrull. Uh, yeah, and uh, there, there's just a lot of discussion here that I, I love seeing. Uh, the, one one thing that I really appreciate about, uh, appreciate about the NWA fam, the hashtag NWA fam, is that there's a love of tradition and the legacy and the history of professional wrestling. So that's like built in. And if you watch that press conference, which is available here on the NWA's YouTube, if you go back and watch it right now, I mean, Billy Corgan talks a little bit about that on the live chat tonight or earlier today, I'm sorry, with Mickey James and Nick Aldis. He talked a lot about it, about how companies seem to sometimes run away from their past and Mickey and Billy got into an excellent discussion talking about, no, that that only cements and strengthens the present. If you accept and love the past that, you know, this, this puts it in context of like how big of a deal this is. They take this stuff very seriously. So if you're a person that respects history, respects tradition, respects legacy of the business of professional wrestling, the competitors you saw before, I mean, this is, this is a uh, this is a big deal. I mean, this is what the NWA does. Look at their look at their social media. I mean, it's celebrating constantly the birthdays and past events and that sort of thing. They're embracing the history that they represent, and they want to put themselves back into that and, and create new history, new stories, new legends for you. So, anyway, all that said, I'm I'm running off of the mouth here, Rob. But you 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 had some mention of other companies, and that also is a thing yeah. that NWA hasn't shied away from here recently. Yeah, let me shout out, man. I, I'm looking at the chatter. Do you have any? Do you have ability to, to post any of these chats yet? Do we have that kind of? Are we, still we don't. We don't there? have it yet. We're working on we that. I We're will. gonna get it. Let me we shout out my man. Feed tonight. So my man John Stallman, man, he's making some great points. I'm reading his tweets. I'm trying. I'm kind of uh trying to split my attention. He's making great points about the AWA. He made a great point about Triple Crown earlier. This guy knows his stuff. Um, he made a comment about the lineage of the WWE Championship. I think my argument would be, and this might not be the venue to make it. I think we could, uh, I can make it. I think James Lawrence in the chat can make it. I think Stallman would probably agree, and I think definitely Roscoe would, that the NWA Championship is still the wellspring. The WWE Championship, uh, you know, is derived from a from a, a defense dispute between Luthez and Buddy Rogers that didn't go the way of the New York promoters. Obviously, the AWA uh, was was. Born out of a, and this is no disrespect to Vern Gagne or that tradition, but was born out of a of a Vern Gagne temper tantrum um, that didn't go his way. 
but I think I think there there have been times when even those 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 incidents happen in the history of the sport, the promotions still regarded themselves as the as the either the cousins or the uh, the prodigal children of the NWA. You know the the WWF left and then came back and then left again. Um, uh, the AWA co-promoted with the NWA for several years. Uh, World Wrestling Council, which was if there was a, a big fourth in the in the 80s, it was probably that. They always co-promoted. Uh, in fact, we're trying to make the case that Carlos Colon might have had a, a legitimate championship claim in those days, along with uh, uh, a couple of other guys in the Caribbean. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, you, you can't argue with all Japan and, and, and their claims, too. But the bottom line is, it is the AWA claim that is the lineal claim. That is the one that if you're going to take, and and I, I think we could get a Hornbaker or Brian Solomon or any of those guys on here, and I've talked to them both myself, and and they agree. Not that that makes them right; it just makes them informed. If you're gonna if you're gonna you know be precise and draw a lineage that goes back to, you know, the shadowy days of the foundations of the of the one true sport that we know today, it is this one, and that's why it's important that we recognize the thousandth day of this reign. Uh, and why, even though Bruno San Martino, you know, might have had a, uh, a 2,803 day reign on one occasion and a 1,237 day reign on another, it's that's important. And those are legitimate world titles. It's just not as important as the 1,000 day reign of Nick Aldis. And I'm going to say that. Hmm. Rob uh, preaching over Preach. here. I love Preach. That. Preaching. I will say, I mean, I'm an amateur historian for pro wrestling. I'm trying. I'm studying. Uh, the doc knows. I'm reading. I'm learning uh, every single day. And, uh, and by the way, we come from a show called This Is Pro Wrestling. It's over at YouTube.com slash This Is Pro Wrestling at TIPW show on all the social medias. If you go over there, we've uh, started a show. We got kind of sidetracked because we got into this, but uh we, we're working on a series called The History of Pro Wrestling. And uh, so we'd love it if you guys check that out. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, how we can make it better. We want to get into all of these stories, like digging in, uh, digging into this stuff. So, I mean, please check us out. We'd, we'd love to have you. And uh, we're just a positive wrestling community. We also have a Discord side note. Uh, if you go to at TIPW show, the pinned tweet at the top of that page will take you right to our Discord, which is just, if you're not familiar with Discord, it's like the old AOL chat rooms or just like, I don't know, you're tape trading with people, but you can talk live. That's what it's like. It's in there. We've got channels for every single promotion, not just the NWA. We've got topics to talk about life, movies, TV, everything. Whatever you want to discuss, we got a place for it. They even petitioned us to have a pub room so that people could just take pictures of themselves having a beer, which is really weird. I don't understand it, but it exists. So if you want to hang out and uh, – Join us on the Discord. We'd love to have you at TIPW yep. Show. Hit that pin tweet. A lot of interaction. There's a new channel there, which is like recommended matches. We also have a channel for Indie Spotlight. And so Doc's in there recommending matches he loves. I've recommended uh, Midnight Express versus the Southern Boys from Great American Bash 90, I believe it was. And so, uh, you know, got to check yeah. that out. Discord's a fun place. You guys probably have some matches you love. We'd love to see what your favorite matches are. So join us in the Discord. Anyway, all that out of the way. Uh, we're talking about a couple of shout uh, outs. Yeah, a couple ahead, of shout man. outs, man. Uh, Wayne Gottke and Patrick Griffiths, man. They're making some great comments. Wayne uh, Gottke, uh, he, he uh, asked about retroactively uh, recognizing Bobo Brazil. Brother, the three of us, 
We are talking with the president of the NWA about things about matters just like that. We agree with you on that. We don't represent the NWA uh, formally when it comes to those matters. I mean, we're on the channel and we do the post show, but there there are some uh, uh, championship reigns that we think should be recognized, and I for one think that one should be one. So I agree. And Patrick Griffins, you got make a great point about uh, Vern Gagne. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Vern Gagne was a paper champion. He was a great champion, a legitimate champion. Uh, but there was definitely, and you're, and you're right. He mentions, uh, he refers to uh, a, a legitimate real world FBI monopoly investigation going on in the NWA at the time. And there might've been some disruption going on, but remember that uh, to do this, Vern Gagne, when, when they started the NWA, they put the title on O'Connor without him knowing it and said, you've got 90 days or 60 days or something like that. James Lawrence can clarify that for me. Uh, you've got this, this many days to defend it. And if you don't, we're stripping you. Obviously he didn't. And so they took the belt off him and put it on Vern who did great. And man, Vern Gagne is very much a legitimate champion. He is a world champion. He's just not the NWA world champion. There's only been two men to hold the AWA title and the NWA title. One, if you don't count Pat O'Connor, <laughs> the other would be Gene Kaniski. Gene Kaniski ended Vern Gagne's first reign. And then four or five later's, uh, years later, went on to be one of the uh, uh, one of only five men uh, to hold the the championship in the NWA for over a thousand days. So great comments, Patrick Griffiths and Wayne Godke. Uh, appreciate that, man. Keep them coming. Love it. Yeah, we love the interaction from the uh, hashtag NWA fam. I mean, this is what it's all about. This is this is exactly how we are even in this position. Um, for what it's worth, if if it means anything to you, and I hope it does, this is the NWA cares so much about traditional wrestling fans, people that that lapsed, people that missed out. They miss just what wrestling used to be. And uh, and, and by the way, even new fans, they want to attract new people. And we think that there's an overlap. We think there's a place for that in this business that, you know, that it got into this war of like, who's better, who's worse, blah, blah, blah. We just love professional wrestling. And they saw that and they wanted us to jump on here on the YouTube to celebrate that with all of you. So if you love pro wrestling and you have, uh, I mean, it's okay to have opinions. It's okay to have things you love, things you hate, that sort of thing. But where it really counts is when we can have the discussion, we can have the rapport with each other to really talk about, what pro wrestling means to us and why it means so much. And, and you guys, uh, you make that happen. The hashtag NWA fam. I got to say, it just makes me happy every time I jump on Twitter. And and I, by far, I think the NWA has the most positive wrestling community that there is. There's people that just love the business. Um, so uh, were, were, were there other things you wanted to jump into, Rob, about the reign of Nick Aldis right now? I want to, first of all, give a shout out to Mickey James, who is in the chat. We've got wrestling royalty in here, uh, engaging the community guys. You're not going to find that. this in any other, in any other wrestling community. That's what I'm talking about. Not only do you have the, the lineal championship, both the male and, and, and female title, the, the 10 pounds of gold and the Burt, but you've got legends like Mickey James who engages the community. Nick Aldis will engage you if you're positive. They ain't got time for nonsense. Don't get me wrong but they engage you like no other promotion does. So big shout out to Mickey James, the queen of the NWA, uh, uh, Camille, notwithstanding, <laughs> you know, but she, she, she's in there. And of course she is the executive producer of 
NWA Empower, and you can buy tickets for that right now, right now before they sell it, and they're going to sell out tonight. So get them. Give them some information about that, Gary. Yeah, I mean, you can jump on Fight TV right now, and you can uh, you can buy the Power Bundle, or I'm sorry, the NWA Bundle, and you can get both shows right now, and it's a fantastic deal. You cannot beat it. You got to do that. But if not, Empower takes place on August 28th in St. Louis. It's going to actually – here's the thing. Can I just be real with you guys for a second? I just want to talk to you. Looking at you right now. This is going to be something – first off, History is in the making. First, all women's NWA pay-per-view. Second, this is going back to the chase. This is wrestling at the chase. And the first show that is actually going to take place in the chase is on August 28th. And it is Empower, the NWA's first all women's pay-per-view. That is history in the making right there, folks. You do not want to miss that. You want to either see it live. And if God almighty, if you could be there live, you got to be there because it's going to be huge. It's going to be powerful, emotional. Everything you could want out of a wrestling show is going to happen. And you know that that's true. You know I'm not lying to you because Mickey James is the executive producer. She's in she's in there in the chat. She's talking to you. She This is the real deal, people. Empower is going to be history. This is everything. And here's the part I want to talk to you about. I'm just going to say this because I, I'm not even supposed to signal boost this kind of crap. So I, I'm just going to say up front that our show says the opinions expressed here are strictly our own. So I'm just going to tell you this. You've seen the people, right? You've seen them on Twitter. Let's not pretend you didn't. The people that say like an all women's pay-per-view can't sell. The people that say an all women's pay-per-view won't draw. The WWE did a thing and it didn't work and blah, 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 blah. Prove them wrong. You know they're wrong. You know they're wrong. You are as excited about women's wrestling right now as you've ever been in your entire life. Did you see the NWA season, th this season? Have you, have you been watching? Between Camille and Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa and Genocide and Sky Blue and everybody. I wish my dogs would stop barking in the background. But <laughs> that said, can you... Can you just feel it? Women's wrestling is at a peak right now. And you know every turn from here is epic. Like, it's just, it's palpable. Like, I can feel it. And all I want, I want so bad in my heart of hearts. And I'm a genuinely good guy. I try to be decent. I try to be kind. I try to be grateful. Thanks, Rob. But I would love to stuff it down these a-holes throats who tell you that this can't work. That's what I want to do. And you guys can do that. You guys can be part of history. You can make this successful. You can make this epic. And it's already almost sold out. You can't, you're, you're losing your opportunity if you haven't bought tickets already. You got to get in now and buy tickets. This is I can't express to you how much of a part of history you could be and how much you could change the timeline of professional wrestling. Just you have that ability in your hands right now with your purchase on Fight TV, your purchase of tickets on Ticketmaster. Either way, you can show the world that women's wrestling matters, is important, is as important as anything else. Take this thing back to Mildred Burke, who worked her ass off 
at the beginning of women's wrestling to prove that they could go just like anybody else. And people have constantly tried to bury this sport. I, I just, I, sorry, I'm, I'm getting worked up about it. I'm just trying to tell you right now, let's prove them all wrong. Let's show them. Empower is going to be the biggest show this year. We can make that happen. You can make that happen. You just got to get out there and purchase that thing on Fight TV. Yeah. And, or your and tickets, talking, but you're running out of those. And we're talking about history, you know, and, and largely we've talked about the history of a thousand day championship reigns. But listen, like, you know, Gary, Gary's definitely hyping it up, but it's it's not hype. This is genuine excitement from from the three of us. If you don't hear it from anybody else, and if all if your timeline is full of the trolls that are that are the naysayers, hear it from us. This is gonna be history. And you have the potential to be able to tell your children and your grandchildren one day and it'll have meaning. It'll have weight to say, hey, guess what? Did you know I was at the very first Empower, the very first all women's NWA pay-per-view before it was a yearly two, three, four times a year thing? Uh, I was at the very first one in St. Louis, the first time that they they returned in 37 years. I was there. You have the opportunity to say that. That's what I'm excited. That's what gives me chills is that, you know, not only are we are we referring to history and revering history from from decades and years past, but we're creating it. The NWA uh, has has reignited and is not only honoring history. We're not just living in the past. We're honoring the past, but we're creating the future. And we're creating a new history for our children and our children's children. So that's where I get sentimental. I get, you know, I get, you know, the, the goosebumps because I'm like, man, we get to be there. What an honor. We get to come on here and talk about it. What an honor. We get to go on social media in a time when, you know, in the days of Luthez and, and these past champions that we're talking about, they didn't get to stream live on YouTube and talk to the world about professional wrestling. They would love to have this opportunity. We have this opportunity. And now we have the opportunity to be at the very first ever all women's NWA pay-per-view, the very first Empower, um, to see this inaugural NWA women's invitational that we got a glimpse into what that's going to be about that, you know, it's pretty much an open, an open tournament and, and 2D Lynn, uh, St. Louis's very own is the first entrant. So it's already shaping up to be an incredible event. It's already shaping up to be something that is going to be uh, memorable. I'm already curious about what's going to happen with that invitational and how that's going to turn into a, a once in a lifetime opportunity, uh, the opportunity of a lifetime for one of those women. And uh, just the fact that we get to be there to see that. And, and as Gary mentioned, at the very least, you have the opportunity to experience live on Fight TV as it happens. And, and just don't miss out. Don't miss out on history. Don't be telling your kids, oh, yeah, I could have gone to that. I could have been a part of the first one, but I was too busy, you know, talking to trolls on Twitter. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. Matthias Shaw in the chat just bought the bundle. Thank you so much for doing that. That's what we're talking about. That's the support you can show. It means the world to these, not only to every wrestler that's involved, the, all, all the women that are involved in the show, to Mickey James. If you just love Mickey James and who could blame you, you can you can express that by by supporting her efforts here. But this means something to history. That's what we're trying to tell you. There's so many companies out there. There's so many people right now on Twitter that want you to believe that the only thing that matters is WWE. And I'm not going to sit here and knock WWE. That is not what I'm doing. And I'm not going to knock AEW, but that seems like the alternative. And maybe if you dig deep, you can find a ring of honor or an impact, right? 
Well, there's NWA and NWA is going all in on breaking down all the forbidden doors, all the walls. Everything is tumbling down right now. And it's because the National Wrestling Alliance, the, the OG, the National Wrestling Alliance is back and they are better than ever. And they're coming back to take their rightful place on the throne at the top of pro wrestling. And if you want to see that happen, you can make that happen. This is all on you. This requires the hashtag NWA fam to give it their all. Let's take this thing back as a community, as a family. Let's make this the biggest thing it could ever possibly be. And let's show the world that the NWA is not just some rock stars side gig. You know, like I feel like that, that's I saw some of the posts from St. Louis that were just like Billy Corgan. Yes, that Billy Corgan. We're like, man, we've been here since 2018. Billy Corgan's been doing this thing. And now Mickey James believes in it so much. Mickey James is over here. This is history. And it's going to, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so passionate right now because I know that three years from now, NWA is going to be mentioned in the same breath as the top of the top of professional wrestling. And I want you guys to be with me when we say, nah, we already was doing that like way back. We saw it. Yeah, we knew that. I was watching NWA before y'all was. Y'all don't know nothing about NWA. Do you remember when? That's what you can do right now. This, this, we're bootstrapping it, baby, and you can help. This is a this is an effort from all of us to make the wrestling we love matter. I wanted to point out, man. There, there I saw a couple of a uh, of a uh, of comments in the chat that I liked uh, Mario Morales. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Mario, Mario Morales. He asked um, about the NWA turning into WCW. And if so, doesn't that mean that the WWE owns NWA? That's, that, that's a, a, a good question. A lot of people think that uh, the NWA was the, the parent company, actually WCW was a member of the NWA and eventually withdrew, which is one reason why, uh, the NWA stripped Ric Flair of the championship. It wasn't because of anything that Ric Flair did. It was because in 1993, the WCW withdrew from the NWA and the NWA championship continued to be defended. Actually, when Ric Flair was stripped, that was the first time in history that the NWA title had been vacated and they, they, they ended up you know, establishing another champion. Uh, but no, the WCW and the NWA are not the same company. They're two separate entities, always have been, always will be. There have been times when the championships have been defended concurrently, but both organizations recognized their own champions. Sometimes they aligned, sometimes they didn't. I hope that answers your question. And then I wanted to point out something that Mickey James says here. Everybody's just assuming that the winner of the of the NWA Empower Women's Invitational is going to face Camille. That might not be the case. That winner might be facing Kenzie Page, who, let, let me tell you right now, if you think Kenzie Page can't win this championship, that's what everybody was saying on the day that Tommy Wildfire Rich stepped in the ring against Harley Race. Tommy Wildfire Rich was the hottest man in Georgia, but he was just a young baby, and he's going up, up against this grizzled veteran, the best in the world, the, 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 the toughest wrestler on God's green earth. And Tommy Rich walked out with the world's heavyweight championship, the 10 pounds of gold, sweet Charlotte herself. Uh, now, he only held it for five days, but Kenzie Page, I've seen her. I've seen her in person. We've all seen her. This is a blue chip prospect, and on her best day, if she has her best day, 
and Camille just happens to not prepare or show up on her worst day, don't count Camille out. She could show up at NWA 73 to face the winner of the cup invita- of the uh, of the uh, Empower Women's Invitational the night before. So I just wanted to point out that comment, uh, Mickey James, showing some great wisdom and insight there. We could be saying uh, Mickey uh, or, or, or uh, uh, Kenzie Page defending the the Burke at NWA seventy three. That's that's the beauty part. Uh, there, there's so much there's so much time in between now and NWA seventy three and Empower, uh, all of those events, I mean, as excited as we are, we have no idea. You don't know what's going to happen between now and then. One thing we do know is going to happen is the gathering in Charlotte next weekend, and Kenzie Page has a title shot against Camille. Trevor Murdoch has a World's Heavyweight Championship match against Nick Aldis. Imagine if Trevor Murdoch walks into St. Louis with the 10 pounds of gold over right, Nick Aldis. That's- Will not happen. We, we're trying to make this a friendly show. Okay, so don't don't be don't be go don't go there, Gary. <laughs> that ain't happening. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a possibility. Anything can happen. Do not do not go there. You know what's Anything driving me crazy is we're getting all not, ramped up. Well, go ahead. Trevor Murrow can't even make my top ten list uh, of top ten greatest <laughs> Nick Aldis defenses. Okay, so do not go there if you want this to say civil. We're trying to celebrate tonight. No, You're that's cool. To, I'm just gonna now, I'm gonna mute and make a phone call real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that story changes. I saw how <laughs> you, uh, you, I've never seen somebody. Well, I have my ground. What are you talking when, about? When Trevor no. Murdoch showed up on this show. Uh, hey, listen, no, I mean, did we even have we even touched on the big announcement today that happened on the uh Instagram live stream with Nick and Mickey and Billy? Uh, where the announcement was made that the NWA women's tag team championships are coming back. Like if we we haven't even we haven't, we even, haven't even gotten there reached the historical implications of this whole thing. I mean, now the NWA Women's Tag Team Championships are coming back, and Ugh. somebody is going to walk out of Empower with those. And that, oh man, you know we love some tag team wrestling, especially our boy Will over here. And now there's going to be Come Women's on. Tag Team. Cha- what is going on? This is huge. That weekend. Oh, I can't even. I, Will, t- talk to me a little bit about tag team wrestling there. It's, it's it's huge, and and a women's tag team championship is is a no brainer for me. That's a no absolute no brainer. We've seen some great women's tag team action this season on Power. We've talked about it week after week on the post show that just the women's division as a whole in the NWA has just suddenly you know, in the past few months, just become the absolute place to be for women's wrestling. And along with that uh, has come some kind of organic tag teams that have have come together through this. We've seen uh, several great tag team matches. And as as kind of a connoisseur of tag team wrestling, uh, I can verify that that these are legit tag teams. These girls know how to work well together um, and they they are there are plenty of, of teams that are deserving of having a title for that. So I'm a huge proponent of this. I, I got really excited when I heard that announcement. Uh, it's going to add just another layer of importance to the women's division and NWA and women's wrestling in general to have that tag team team championship because tag team wrestling, and, and, and this is where I get worked up and I start to get real passionate and, and preachy, but tag team wrestling is such 
a, a integral part of the fabric of pro wrestling to have a team come together, work together towards a common goal uh, to unify and to, to come out as victors in, in a fight in a prize fight. And that prize is the tag team titles. So the fact that we're now going to have tag team titles for the women just adds a, an incredible new layer to uh, women's wrestling, not just in the NWA, but women's wrestling as a whole. And I know that there's other women's tag team titles out there. And I, I can tell you this, don't judge the importance of the NWA women's tag team titles that are, are, are coming up on what we've seen in in the recent past because those titles have not been given the the respect authority and importance in other promotions that they should be and i can promise you that will not be the case in the nwa so get excited about it just like i am knowing that this is not going to be uh, a novelty this is not going to be a prop these are going to be legitimate titles that will be defended that will be won that will be battled over and that will be coveted by every woman in that in that division whether they're on a tag team or not you're going to have women scrambling to find tag team partners because they want to hold NWA gold. That's how important this is going to be. So just a, yet another reason to be a part of history by either being at Empower or at least making sure you're subscribed and you're watching it on Fight. That's right. I said earlier today, uh, I don't know if it was on, man, I'm so active on social. I can't, I can't remember if it was in Discord or in Twitter, on Twitter, but I said that, uh, um, we don't have a shortage of great women's tag teams in history. We have a shortage of appropriate platforms for women in history. And that is what the NWA is trying to address right now. This is the best time. This is the appropriate time to address this. The, uh, the NWA women's division has become one of the most vibrant women's division in all of pro wrestling. Why not? the NWA and why not now let's do it. Let's get some NWA uh, tag team championships in here for the, for the women. They, they want it. They deserve it. And I am really excited about this. I'm really excited about this. I'm just wondering who Camille is going to pick for her tag team partner to be the, to, 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 to reign as the first, Listen, man, I've, I've, been, I've been running through it in my head. I'm like, are we going to see like the combinations like a Kylie Ray and Serena Deeb like we saw on Power the other day? Or, or what if, what if Camille and Genocide get together? Is there anybody who can stand up to that? Uh, I mean, I, there's. I mean, I know, I know, I know. We're not prepared to have this conversation now. I'm sure we'll be having it in the lead up to to Empower. But in my mind. The standout has got to be Genocide and Taryn Terrell. I mean, seeing how how something's going on there, they've connected on some level. Genocide is unstoppable. Um, I know Taryn Terrell hasn't uh, had a ton of in-ring action. She squeaked out a victory against Lady Frost, which was impressive. It was very smart, very strategic. But I would have a hard time picking any, any two women in the NWA right now that I would not pick Genocide and Taryn Terrell if they were in a corner together. That's just Let me not tell you something it. else. I, but here's the other thing I'm thinking of. Like hearing you talk right now is uh, is respectfully. It seems like we're even thinking small. Like why the NWA is such a meta promotion, as the doc always says. Like how do we even have to keep it within those walls of what we've seen already this season in NWA Power? Who knows who shows up to Empower? Who knows? There's so many great wrestlers out there i uh, could say women's wrestlers but i mean wrestlers in general so many wrestlers that can show up and empower and make an impact and i just oh i can't i, I get goosebumps thinking about the possibilities here and mickey james is like 
kicking down the doors. Like she is just, she's made it very clear that she's out there. And I saw you, uh, I saw our, our, our uh, uh, hustler. Or I forgot, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. I just, I just forgot. You were asking if, uh, somebody was asking if, uh, if Mickey James was wrestling, and you're so good at the St. Louis history. I've seen you all through the chat. You've been talking about history, and you're fantastic, but you missed one of the most historical points that we've had coming out of this weekend. Yes, Mickey James is wrestling. Mickey James is taking on somebody at NWA 73, who we don't know, a mystery opponent, as of right now at least, for Mickey James. Mickey James is getting back in the ring. No, we don't expect her to empower. She's got a lot of work cut out for her. She's uh she's making a whole show for everybody. But at NWA 73, the boots are getting laced up. Mickey James is ste stepping back in the ring. So you want to talk about historical? I mean, it just don't stop. <laughs> it just every single thing that we hear about these shows in August is history. It's history of the making. This is epic. You got to be a part of this. This is the NWA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> this <laughs> is pro wrestling. It's like Granddaddy said, man. Pop said a weasel because the weasel said pop. He never. <laughs> granddad never said that. Grant, my, <laughs> my, that. he used to. First of all, you don't tell me what my granddaddy said. He said that all the time, and he also said a chicken ain't nothing but a bird. So don't don't tell me what my granddaddy said. You now you get me upset. My granddaddy gone. All right, <laughs> don't tell me what my granddaddy said. <laughs> Oh, this took a turn. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just weird that, uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to try to guilt us about your granddaddy, but you're just, like, making up things he said, so. I, but don't tell me what my granddaddy said, man. <laughs> <laughs> like when his voice gets real high like that. That's how you All know. right, all right. Let, we, we talked a lot about a bunch of stuff, and I can see Rob itching to talk about some more Thousand Days of Nick Aldis. Let's jump back into that real quick as we build up. Is he going to NWA 73 as the real world's heavyweight champion? We're going to find out. But as we build to it, Doc, I know you got a list there. Tell us about your favorite Nick Aldis title defenses. First of all, point A. <laughs> It ain't, it's not my favorite. It's his 10 greatest defenses. And I was oh. hoping I'd have someone on here to, to add a little insight on this. But if you want me to break into it, man, I can go. I can go. Well, we're, I mean, we're you celebrating Nick. Else? I mean, you, you got we're, your we're celebrating Nick Aldis tonight. We celebrate Nick Aldis tonight, man. We're celebrating a thousand days. That's, this is a celebration. So you tell me. You tell me. Okay. No, I mean, like did I you have something in. else you wanted to go into first? Yeah, see, you got like a stack Man, of papers over there. I, I got know. notes, bro. I got I got <laughs> notes upon notes that I haven't even touched. I got on notes. Yet. Look at me. About. I got this. Just a this is just a paper towel. Uh, you got receipts. You got receipts. Let me, let's do this. Let's do this. I got coops, baby. This. I got coops. What I like to do, and if uh, if our if our if our guest jumps on, that'd be great. If not, it is what it is. But let, let's do this. I like to go down. You hear that, guest? Doc's calling you out to celebrate a, uh, and Mickey James wink, wink. If you can't give him a little <laughs> encouragement, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to surprise uh, spoil the surprise, but, uh, wink, <laughs> tell him, come on, <laughs> we're running out of time. But, uh, um, but <laughs> Our wives are anyway, mad. Uh, he said five minutes <laughs> and it's been like 20 and we've been, I mean, we, we was riled up, but now we're like, all right, dude, you coming or what? What's going on? Your wife's hanging out with us. So, like, what? What's up? Or, 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 or you can come on. <laughs> that, that yeah. Either way. Better. 
what I'd like to do, I do want to just to, I don't want to, you know, I know time is, is ticking and, and, but I see we got an active chat. So man, I, you know, I got nothing going on or not. I can be here as long as I need to be. If, uh, you know, if, uh, the boys are willing and if uh, the president is willing, you know, he's, I'm not, I'm not on his favorite list right now, but, uh, if he's given us a platform, then fantastic. But I'd like to go through what I consider to be the, the, the top 10 highlights, not just of the 1000 days of Nick Aldis, but of the 1,266 days of Nick Aldis. I'd like to go through that because this joke, this guy, this champion, I'm sorry, gosh, I'm sorry, champ. I mean, say guy or joker, <laughs> This champion has had some great historic defenses that will stand the test of time and, and deserve to be noted. And uh, and I, I'd like to go through those if you guys are up to it. Nah, let's move on. Anyway, so the uh, – no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just playing, dog. All right, let, let's do this then, okay? I'm going to start out with, with – let's just break this down from, from 10 to 1. I might have an honorable mention or two in there uh, towards the end. But number 10, I think – and you guys might disagree here, but and this is probably going to be controversial with somebody like Roscoe or James Lawrence. Uh, but I'm going to say that Nick Aldis's 10th most important reign, not greatest necessarily, but most important, well, came against Jimmy Havoc on December 23rd, 2018 in Maidstone, England. Uh, when you think about the pandemic, you think about the pre-pandemic days, as people are starting to get uh, active on social media and to self-promote, you think about guys like Darby Allen, like Dan Housen, some of those guys that made a, no a name for themselves by being social media personalities and by, and, by, and by being journeymen on the independent circuit. And that's what Jimmy Havoc was in England. This is a credible, legitimate uh, uh wrestler and competitor, highly talented, highly skilled with cult-like status. Um, and he, along with other independent workhorses, found their way onto major promotions, guys like Orange Cassidy, uh, of course, Darby Allen and, and Dan Houston that I mentioned. But this match, uh, though against two fellow Englishmen, was a clash of styles. You think about it. Nick Aldis, the national treasurer, is a traditionally trained ground-oriented tactician in the, in the tradition of someone like a Doug Wilson or a Lord Stephen Regal. Uh, you guys both are very familiar with that. We've talked about him uh, a ton, uh, you know, hundreds of times. But he's matched up against a, a more heavy-hitting, extreme rules, non-traditional Jimmy Havoc. So not only uh, do we have a clash between two fellow countrymen, we have a clash of styles. And uh, this places Nick Aldis in a very unfamiliar situation against a contrasting style. And uh, at the end of the day, when the dust settled, um, the strength, the, the technical ability, and the skill of Nick Aldis made him the preeminent competitor in this clash of styles. What do you guys think? I love it. I think that's that's. I think that does that does deserve to be on the list. Just for that reason alone, I mean, a, a, a champion, a worthy champion, a good champion should be able to go in there against any style. And we live in a time where there's a lot of different styles out there. You know, we, we've we've been walking through history, of, as we've mentioned on our other podcast. And, you know, there there comes a point in, in history where it goes from just being a couple of different styles to having 
you know, to, to webbing out and having a bunch of different styles. And so champion, uh, the caliber of a Nick Aldis does have to go in there night in, night out against people with different skill sets and be able to overcome that on a consistent basis. So I, I agree with that pick. I'm with Matthias uh, in the chat. He's saying like Aldis versus Regal in his prime would have been wicked. Like that, that would have been a hell of a mashup between those guys. Um, Nick Aldis to me is a build a wrestler. Like he's, he's just like, if you could create a wrestler in a video game, to me, that's what he is. Like Nick Aldis is, uh, you won't hear me say this on any other show, but he's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. And uh, he, he, he just, Everything you want about a pro wrestler, the man has. You want technical ability, he's got it. You want strength, he's got it. You want to talk about, I mean, even if you wanted to just get a little fancy with some off-the-top rope stuff, that elbow drop of his is damn near perfect, if not perfect. And, uh, you know, this guy is just absolutely a quintessential just just like the machine like he was put together to be a professional wrestler and he proves it every single time he steps in the ring and it's no wonder he's been champion so long uh it's only the reason i give him so much hell about some of the tactics sometimes i'm just like this guy doesn't have to do anything except go in there and whip somebody's tail i mean that's his job that's what he does and uh so anyway all that said it, it just uh I think I am with you so far on the picks. We're going to see uh, see where this goes. All right, my next three, uh, and and again, just just uh, a note for the chat. We're not talking about new sign signees or anything like that. We're talking about the the ten. I'm going to argue most important defenses of the reign uh, of the not one thousand day reign, but the. 1,266 days of Nick Aldis as a world's heavyweight champion, his 10 most important defenses, because there are some in that first reign that are too important to disacknowledge. Uh, so uh, the next three, and I don't want this to sound like a cop-out, but I, the reason I grouped these next three together, I call this the All Elite uh, series of matches. I, I grouped these three together because every time I hear somebody say, oh, who has Aldis beaten? And I'm like, bruh. Everybody, he's actually run roughshod. If you if you include Cody, he's run roughshod over the entire AEW roster, right? Okay. On November 11, 2018, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Nick Aldis defeated Jake Hager, a member of the Inner Circle. On December 8, 2018, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, he defeated Brian Cage. On July 6th in 20, uh, 2018, in San Antonio, Texas, he defeated, he defeated Lance Archer. Those three I call the All Elite Series. This right here, I'm talking about, man, three of the biggest guys, the biggest names. I, I mentioned in, in on TikTok earlier today about the way that the sport has changed. Uh, you know, you, you, had jerk, you had workhorses back in the day that were – on the territorial grueling road schedule. But today you've got behemoths. You've got scientifically, technically trained monsters of athletes. Not like you had in the in the 60s and 70s. Now you had one or two in those days. But today, that is what the landscape is. They are all like that. They're all like that. And who of those who have Nick Aldis beaten? Oh, only all of them. Three of the biggest names in the, in AEW right now, Jake Hager, Brian Cage, and Lance Archer. So I put nine, eight, and seven together. I call that the Elite Series. 
those are my next three most important defenses during Aldis's reign as the real world's champion. Okay. Okay. I can see it. I mean, so you're not going to Trevor Murdoch in any of this. That's what's driving me crazy. That's just, you, you spoiled the, uh, the, the list here. I'm a little disappointed. Did you get flip Gordon in there. Don't don't jump ahead, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Comment. Just come on it. We talk about the point at hand, man. Don't think ahead. What, what are you talking about? We're talking about Jake Hager, Inner Circle, Brian Cage, and Lance Archer. This is no disrespect to them. This is complete respect to them. No, no, the no. You're that- absolutely right. This is uh no, no, no. You're 100 right. Uh, I, I. Don't mean any disrespect, obviously. Please, if you're watching, and I know you are, uh, Mr. Hager, uh, Cage, and uh, Archer, uh, we we love you. No, I mean, you want to talk about the different styles of opponents that Nick Aldis has faced. I mean, these are three heavy hitters. So so earlier when I was talking about just the, the creator, you know, front row trying to like pass it off, I'm saying like a generic creator wrestler or something. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he has all the skills to combat any area that you want to come at him with. And if you want to talk about power, which is, I, I would say what these three men rec- represent, uh, Nick Aldis is able to stand toe to toe with all three of those men. And that says something that those are three of the heaviest hitters in the business today. What you got will I see that I see you nodding your head over there. No, I, I agree. I was waiting for the rest of the list. I mean, those three names alone, I, I would venture to say that a lot of the people that are out there saying, oh, he's never defeated anybody, that that what you just shared was probably brand new news to them. They probably were not paying attention during the Autos Crusade. They probably were not paying attention over the the length of, of his two reigns to know that he's defeated guys like that. Um, in various situations and various arenas and in, in, uh, going against various styles. So, yeah, I mean, this is great to, to, to rehash because it's just a great reminder that, uh, you know, I, I agree with Gary with the build a wrestler thing. It's like, it's not a generic thing. It's like, if I'm sitting here with a blank slate and I'm trying to create a wrestler that's never going to lose, it's going to turn out to be a lot like Nick Aldis. Cause I'm going to be like, give him a little bit of this, give him some proficiency in this, have him skilled at this and this and this, and then he can go in there and, and defeat anybody. And just so far with these top four or bottom four on this top 10 list, we've already really seen that. Uh, Adrian Carlos, man, you're making great comments. Uh, you, you've got some really good questions there. I see you. We're going to address that. Just hang on, stay with us. We're going to address your questions and, and, and thank you for being here. Number six, this, I don't like to, uh, uh, I don't like to, I, I try to be as objective as I can. You guys know, you know, I'm a scientist, man. I, I don't let personal opinion and feeling get in way. Me, I call facts as facts. Everything I've ever said on this show including on This Is Pro Wrestling and on the NWA uh, uh, Power Post Show has been just straight facts and knowledge. No innuent, no, you know, no, no, uh, no uh, personal preference, no nothing. I'm just straight down the road. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, take an exception right now and call in one of my just personal favorite matches um, ever in Nick Aldis's career, and that happened on June the 10th, 2018. This is going to shock Will because he knows that I can't stand three-way matches, man, especially when the title's on the line. 
But in this case, he gets a pass because this is a three-way match involving two of my favorite <coughs> NWA talents, two of the most respected wrestlers in the world, and that is Crimson and Josephus. And that occurred on June the 10th, 2018 in Port Hunami, California. Uh, Nick Aldis is a self-described traditional prize fighter. He will be the first to tell you that. Uh, therefore, you won't see him in gimmick situations. You're not going to see him a lot in triple threat type matches. But in this case, though, the 10 pounds of gold was placed on the line in a three-way match involving Aldis's old friend, Crimson, and the enlightened one, Josephus, a former NWA Southern Heavyweight Champion, a championship that was also once held by Jeremiah Plunkett, by the way, an arch nemesis to, Stim, uh, to Tim Storm in the early days of the Lightning One era. The Storm Josephus saga constitutes one of the great stories of the modern iteration of the NWA and forms the early basis of the first episodes of the 10 Pounds of Gold. Both Crimson and Josephus were and are legitimate world championship contenders. Uh, Josephus, um, of course, has since passed away, but he was a legitimate contender. And in this classic, Aldous Fend fended both of them off successfully, forcing none other than Josephus to tap out to the Kings Lynn Cloverleaf. That is my sixth greatest match of the Nick Aldous 1,266 days as a world's heavyweight champion. All right. Well, Doc, is as much as I could sit here and listen to you ramble on about the uh, top Nick Aldis matches of all time and yada, 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 um, maybe it would be better to get it straight from the man himself. So let's take a second here while we got him. He's He's been generous enough. You guys in the chat, thank you so much for hanging out. You've been like getting wild in there with all your picks and all your discussion about the NWA 73. Let's talk to the man himself, the man that is currently – at 1,000 days, the uh, real world's heavyweight champion, the owner of the 10 pounds of gold, Mr. Nick Aldis. There he is. He's in the chat. Hey, Nick. Day 1K, boys. Day 1K. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you tell him, Bowie. That's my that's my pal, Bowie. That's your pal, Bowie? I just got to – I'm in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. Gonna have a nice little weekend here. Just get, giving myself after after a, a whirlwind few days in St. Louis, doing all kinds of media at the press junket. Oh, I'll take a Modelo. Thank you so much. That's just my uh, my assistant. Yeah, your my, assistant. My assistant. I didn't know you had an assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's coming along well. He's uh, he might he might end up being a permanent fixture, but uh. Cheers, what? chin chin. Cheers, boys. Day 1000. And uh, here's to a, a very solid opening day of, of sales for uh, for the return of Wrestling at the Chase. We are, as of my last, the last time I checked and I was up in the air, so I don't know for sure, but uh, about an hour in, I'll take this one and say we we're about two thirds completely sold out for Wrestling at the Chase, NWA 73. So um, if if you are one of the people that is considering it, do not. Do not delay. Order today. I love that. I love that. We've been no, we've been amping it up. So you're telling me you're not even with Mickey, who uh, who has been all in our chat tonight. She has been like super, super active in the chat, just getting people well, riled up. Well, that's, you know, she's good at that. She's she's good at chatting on the phone. She's uh, <laughs> the things got to be surgically removed from her hand sometimes. You know what I mean? 
you can tell all this is with the boys. That's uh, that's where he's at now. Me, me, and me and D Unit took a little trip down to Florida. Uh, Mickey's got some business to take care of this weekend, but uh, we're uh, we decided to take this opportunity to to have a little have a little little mini vacay with some with some pals down in St. Augustine, Florida. Oh well, uh, Nick, we don't want to take too much of your time. We know you're enjoying your vacation. We appreciate you taking a minute to hang out with us on uh, day one thousand. Oh, Gary, this is a Gary. This is a very different color on you right now. What's going on? Nothing because to this say? is. I got nothing to say, Nick. Uh, this is this is this is Nick. Legit. What do y'all We're, y'all golf together? Well, you golf together? No. <laughs> y'all fish together? This is the champion. Party. Don't call him Nick. I don't call him Nick. Sorry, you champ. don't call him Nick. Sorry, champ. I apologize. <laughs> Doc, uh, no, no, I, you're, you're absolutely right. We speak with respect here. And uh, Mr. Aldis, the champ, is is the champ for a good reason. He's been the champ for 1,000 days. He's uh, the uh, fifth member of that club. And uh, that is... Fraternity. And uh, yeah. Doc, I just want to take this opportunity. I, I jumped on a little bit as soon as I... Uh, as soon as I could, when I was uh, in the car heading down, heading here from the airport, I did. I did hear what you had to say, uh, and obviously, as usual, you were flying the flag for house all this, and I appreciate that greatly. But I, I will, I will say this: think of your health, Rob. Don't, don't let, don't let some of these naysayers, these swindlers, don't, don't let them get your blood pressure going. There are much more important things to deal with. I have to say, I, 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 I got a huge kick out of listening to you talk about. How you're a PhD? How you're pulling it? How you're pulling in that bread? You know how how you, you ain't going to worry about what some basic fella has to say. Just remember when you when you when you're dealing with these people, just you can't fix stupid. You cannot. You can't fix stupid. They're nothing. They're haters. They're not drinking Modelo. They're drinking Haterade. <laughs> right, straight up, straight up Haterade. they're not. They're not top banana. Yeah. <laughs> they're like haters, not appreciated. Yeah, right. And they drink so much haterade, it gives them heartburn. So you know what they have? They eat some trollades to take care of it. Yeah, we'll we'll like that one. That one I got, I got you. Trollade. We might make a T-shirt for that one. That's a good one. Uh, I, 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 like I, it. I know. I know a few people that need some trollades. I think that. Yeah. I, Doc could Doc could vouch for me. This on this episode, it has been nothing but celebratory for the champ and uh, appreciating. And I even have stood up uh, to all of the opposition saying that you're not the rightful champ or that you weren't really 1,000 days or yada yada yada. We're like, no, we respect this championship. We respect the champion. Uh, we don't always hey, agree. Hey, let's just remind those people that. If they ever need, uh, if they ever need a visual description of a who's who of who I've beaten to retain the championship, it's got to turn on TNT on Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what Doc just, was. That's what Doc, I literally just made that point. <laughs> yeah, Doc was just just walking us through that. You know what I mean? And you can and you yeah. can and you can see a whole bunch of them that that after getting the, after getting the rub from the national treasure, you know, they were able they were able to pull in some bread of their own. And I applaud each and every one of them. I got nothing but love for all my all my brothers and sisters making money. And champ, I, I I don't I don't typically, especially on social media, I don't engage trolls. Uh, the only reason I did tonight on this just, occasion, just, just, just on the post celebrate. show, just on the post show every week. He's, 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 this guy right With here. these two, right? right these two right, guys. Yeah. But yeah, to, yeah. tonight we've got such Wait, a, a very positive. 
<laughs> We've got such a positive and active uh, crew in the chat tonight that that I didn't want them to 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 read any of that and and take any misinformation. I wanted to clarify tonight. Normally, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not. I don't typically entertain that. I think if anybody's watched our show over the last year, they will know where we stand and why this particular rain is so important. But because we have friends in the chat tonight, I felt like it was a duty to clear up some miscommunication and, and some misinformation. There were people saying that the, the championship went uh, 365 days without being defended and this and that. I just couldn't let that stand. Something stupid, Doc. You're, you're, you're like, right. Well, I applaud you for being uh, uh, an, an exemplary, extemporaneous exclaimer of expletive. Try to say that one four times fast, Gary. <laughs> In support of the real world champion. I can't even spell it. I'm not going to try to say it. I no, I know. But uh, no, <laughs> as usual, look, Rob, Rob carrying this show on his back just like I carry the NWA on mine. Yeah, that's oh, what, perfect. Like, you know, when you're a jet, you're a jet. You know, this is why we were Listen, man, so well. we were trying to have like a nice, like cool, just like let's celebrate ticket sales. Everybody showing us in the chat who's buying the pay-per-views. Like, we appreciate that. We're just trying to have a good time. We really, we do really appreciate that because, as you know, the NWA is, uh, look, we're not some big faceless corporation. We're not funded by billions of dollars. You know, we're we're funded by lowly millions. Uh, You know, the millions of a rock star. And he does put up his own money. He puts up his own fortune to to fund this thing and, and he and I and, and, and a lot of other hardworking folks have uh, bootstrapped this thing from day one, and we're very proud of it. And um, St. Louis is, you know, I'll be serious for a minute, or, or, or kidding aside, St. Louis is probably the most ambitious thing that we've that we've taken on to date. And uh, today was uh, a very encouraging because, you know, Step one was all right. We've got to sell these tickets. We've got to we've got to put some butts in the seats, and uh, and you guys have come out in force for us, and and um, so now it looks, you know, it it looks like we're on course to sell out all of those shows. So we're super thrilled about that. So yeah, now it's now it's all about hammering those papers like TV. Well, Nick, uh, there, uh, Sin. I see you in the chat. I do not sleep with an Aldis action figure under my pillow. Uh, although I did get uh, the ones from Chella Toys. I, I do have two of them. So uh, the uh, available now. <laughs> available now. So you got to check those out. Uh, and, and thanks to everybody who's proud to support the NWA. Nick, we will let you get back to your boys. Obviously, we have wives to get back to. I want to ask you. Rob is running down a list of his uh, what he thinks are the top ten opponents that Nick Aldis has ever had uh, in this one thousand day reign of yours. Uh, if you had to pick your number one before we let you go, who 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 would Nick Aldis say is his number one? Well, certainly, I would say that uh, you know the number one in terms of the sort of best is certainly subjective. So I want I want. I won't weigh in on that, but I was my favorite. My favorite opponent is probably Tim Storm. Uh, there's, there's a there's a certain magic to what to to our uh, history and rivalry together, and it means the most to me because it represents uh, it, it, it represents a time that I look back on very fondly now because it's, it's enjoyable, even if it's, even if I can only allow myself 
a brief moment here and there because you know windshield's windshield's big and the rear view mirror is small guys just remember that but uh, every now and then i will allow myself a moment to look back on some stuff and to think back to what him and i were able to pull off in those early days you know i mean that is the really the the definition of bootstrapping something and and um you know as far as i'm concerned uh there is no there is no return of wrestling at the chase there's no nwa power there's no Crockett Cup, there's no any of that without uh, without Tim Storm as much as it is, you know, without Nick Alden. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of look at, I look at my rivalry with Tim as sort of uh, the spark that lit the big fire. Man, as much as I want to give you so much hell all the time, like, I can't, you've no, got you best answers to yeah, every... Gary, I'm, I'm Gary, I'm the reason you're sitting in that chair right now. You're right. You're right. I can't, I can't deny that. Nick Aldis, you are the man, sir, and uh, and and you're hanging out with the boys. And thank you so the deal, much for the deal maker, the record breaker. You, you're, you're. We are grateful to you for what you've done for the NWA, and uh, and I hope and we get yeah, to see and, another. And, and look, and you can and you can make sure you're recording because I'll I'll say that I'm I'm grateful to you three guys for what you do for the NWA on on, on all fronts. We're going to make this, we're going to make race to the chase, hashtag race to the chase, the biggest thing that's ever happened. And uh, this, this is going to be history. You guys are going to, five or 10 years from now, you're going to look back and we're telling people in the chat this very same thing. You're going to look back. And right now, if you get involved on Fight TV or buying those tickets, you're going to be able to look back and say, I was there. I was a part of that. I saw that live. I, I was. Hey, listen. I was at the. I was at the chase. Okay. There's. There's. There's pictures of presidents that have been there. You know the Rat Pack. I mean, a who's who. If you know Johnny Carson. You know all these people there. So look, everyone who's going to come, and I, and I'm going to talk about this again uh, periodically here and there between now and, and the end of August. But do yourself a favor, okay? Dress appropriately. Have some class. Come and like for us. Represent all of us for, from top to bottom. You guys, for whatever you might think about me, you know that I represent the company in a certain way, and I think it's. I think that the. I think that the, the wrestling at the chase is the perfect opportunity for the NWA fans to show the world, hey, we're. This is how we represent, and we're we're different, and and this is how. Because look, you walk into that place and you go, okay, this ain't a, this ain't a, this ain't a grungy, greasy T-shirt with Dorito chips on it type of place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if for nothing else, I mean, just the different vibes that places could have. I love that. I don't know what you're laughing at, but I appreciate it. Tell, tell no, your uh, my assistant again. He's just going to have to take Gary's suit. He's telling me, my assistant's telling me that my Moscow mule's ready and uh, my estate <laughs> right. is almost ready. Well, tell your assistant we thank him and we would love to see more of him uh, in the future. We are we are fans of his as well. So uh, anybody who takes care of the champ and uh, is buddies with you or is Fernando, ours. They, Fernando, they 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 said they said they said that you're doing a hell of a job. Keep it up. <laughs> Very good. And uh, <laughs> make sure he keeps that mustache trimmed. We love it. I'm, I'm familiar with mustache. I've, I've had I've had uh, interactions with them in the past. All right. Well, I'm afraid I'm mustache now. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Oh, coming live with the dad jokes tonight. I like it.
<laughs> All right. Well, there was the world's champ. We've gone like way longer than we even planned to. Thank you guys for for hanging out with us. This has been great. Uh, my wife's like killing me, like on the text messages. She's like, "Are we gonna watch a movie? What's happening?" <laughs> Rob, run down the rest of this list. What have we got? We got five you? more, baby. We got five more. All right, number five. I'm ready. Number five. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. December 14, 2019. Gary was there. He remembers at the GPB studio in Atlanta, Georgia. Nick Aldis versus James Storm. Not only is Nick Aldis one of the most distinctive prize fighters in wrestling, bringing a classic George Hackenschmidt, Frank Gotch, dare I say William Flagg feel to the modern sport. There's a cue. William Flagg, baby. <laughs> Coming at your half mess. Let me tell you, boy, I'd take on Nick Aldis. <laughs> I'd double stuff him and pin him one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> but the NWA is deliberately built around the premise of the centrality, not of the gimmick, not of this, not of that, not of the lights, not of the, the spectacle, but the prize fight. In the first NWA exclusively produced pay-per-view of the Lightning One era, this fact was paramount. Not only did we see the Rock and Roll Express win the NWA World Tag Team Championships from the Wild Cards, their ninth NWA title, mind you, but the headliner was to quote uh, Dusty Rhodes of Donnybrook. Aldous against perennial tag team legend and former NWA national champion James Storm in the only stipulation that I like in a world's title match, two out of three falls. The stakes can't be any higher when Sweet Charlotte is on the line, but the NWA wanted to make an impact with its first pay-per-view, and it delivered with this classic. And, of course, Nick Aldis walked out. Hashtag and still the real world's champion. I'll tell you what. That is beautiful. What do you want me to say to that? I just... Oh, is that it? Okay, we moving on. <laughs> you were there. I don't know. I wasn't there. You were there. I, I was there. No, it was one. great. And, and what was even better about it is like I, I, I mean, this was the the continuation of a feud with James Storm. But I'll, I'll tell you something. Just between you and I, and uh, everybody watching at home, uh, I, I never thought that the James Storm feud was ever fully reconciled. Like it, it seemed like there was uh, there's still business. That could be tended to between those two men if they uh, ever decided to uh, to pick it up again. You're right. You're right. All right, number four. I know you you, you look nervous over there because uh, Jenny's lighting you up, man. I look but, nervous uh, because go. I have to pee. So I'm gonna here. I'll tell you go what. Pee, go pee. Let's be no, real. No, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, Lucy let's Let's take no, a no, break. here, here. Throw, throw something on. Throw something on here, real well, quick. I was gonna do that. Number three. If you'd ever get to number four. Point C, throw it up. All right, we're going to do this real quick. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Rob's final picks. But if you haven't seen it, Zaheer is Swami Barakas. If you haven't seen the uh, music video that they put out dedicated to the champ, the real world's heavyweight champ, well, you're in for a treat because this song is off the chain. And here it comes. This is uh, Zaheer is Swami Barakas, and it's a uh, hail to the king or... Is that what it's called? God save, God save the king, man. Come on, bro. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> you got it. God save the king. It's available on Spotify, by the way. You can you can listen to this right now. So uh, check it out. It. Let us know what you think.
Treasure like I'm Trevor McDonald, the diamond in the rush, shining past the pain and the struggle. Climb the summit, now they clamor for the glamour and hustle. Ask the cameraman to zoom in when I'm making them humble. A to the Z, we face to face with dangerous fiends. Run from oblivion to chasing gladiatorial dreams. Now they pack coliseums for this colossal machine. The biggest British invasion since the lads of yellow submarine. Suit and tie, superplexes on my Uberflex. Schooling with the truth and straight shooting next. Go to Billy Corgan, I've been smashing pumpkins all my life. Stunting till I die, stunning them like Austin in his prime. Clothes lining parasites, rotten apples antagonized Chew them up and spitting at these pips like I'm glad it's night Set the goals, lock foes and choke holes Swallow souls and then pose with his ten pounds of gold uh. All rise when I enter the room Ready or not, here comes the boom God save the king Step forward if you're staking a claim Come for my throne then I'm bringing the pain God save the king All hail when I ride into town The real world champs holding the crown God save the king Rule the waves in this glorious reign Bow down when you mention my name God Jumbuckle tactics, slamming across the canvas is the camera snapping candidly Capture this air apparent on the pedestal Presidential views across the vestibule A testament, it's a blessing testing my fortitude The force of nature forming to form an orderly cue The dealers holding aces and eights, bluffing you fools Scuffing your crews, crushing the rules up in disputes I'm breaking through with nothing to lose, stop your excuse The real world's champs got the game in the cobra Clutching the camp, pressing gorillas, dropping the shoulder Taming the lion, slaying these giants on every corner There's no holds barred when I de Establish the order One king but two sides to every story I made an impact so I'm bound for glory It's nickel down economics when I'm overseas No Irish charm me like it's over in the clover leaf All rise when I enter the room Ready or not, here comes the boom God save the king Step forward if you're staking a claim Come for my throne then I'm bringing the pain God save the king All hail when I ride into town The real world champs holding the crown God save the king Rule the waves in this glorious reign Bow down when you mention my name God save the king He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do drugs, his only vice is wanting to be just like me. And there it is. Somehow I was on the bottom. I don't know how that happened. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. If you are just joining us, then you're probably like, what, what is going on here? But uh, what it is, is we're celebrating 1,000 days of Nick Aldis as the real world's heavyweight champion. We're also celebrating hashtag NWA73, hashtag Empower, hashtag NWA Power, and hashtag Race to the Chase. Tickets are almost sold out, you guys. you got to get in on this, especially if you're in the St. Louis region. If you haven't already bought your tickets, you got to do it now. Thank you to everybody who's watching. Thank you to everybody who's participating in the chat. This has been a blast. We've had Mickey James in the chat. We've had Nick Aldis on the screen. We've had the mysterious Fernando, who's the assistant, uh, handed Modelo's to the real world's heavyweight champ. And we've got the doc, Rob Stinson, who's running down for us the top championship matches you should look for when you talk about Nick 
all this. Nick Aldis just gave us his number one. Let's see if it matches up with Doc. Doc, I think we're at number four right now. Is that right? We're at number four. I think it's I think it's kind of peculiar, though, that of all the hashtags you just threw out there, which we'll be celebrating between now and August the 28th through the 31st, the one hashtag you left out was hashtag day 1K. Very peculiar, Gary. We didn't discuss that in our production meeting, so I didn't know about that one. Okay, to be honest with you. Number four, yeah. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it slide. Number four, September 15, 2020. I love this match, man. This is one of my favorites because everybody who says, "Oh, there was the pandemic, there was COVID, he didn't defend for a year," I'm like, wait a minute. Last I checked, September 2020 was right smack dab at the height of the pandemic. And that was when the NWA was partnering with UWN, Primetime Live, Season 1, Episode 1, in Long Beach, California. The first time that the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship had been defended in Long Beach in like 50 or 40 years or something like that. And that was when, it, when uh, uh, Nick Aldis gave a challenge, offered a challenge up to Miracle Mike Bennett. Now, 2000 will forever carry the stigma of the global pandemic. I'm not trying to make light of that, so don't misunderstand me. Everyone was disappointed when the NWA went on hiatus. And uh, you saw in social media today, none more than Nick Aldis, none more than him. It was with great anticipation and even with an accompaniment of an episode of 10 Pounds of Gold that the three of us helped produce, by the way, that Aldis accepted the challenge of one of the great contemporary ring technicians of our time, Miracle Mike Bennett. Bennett battling his own demons, hungry for redemption, and in need of a miracle, no pun intended, or maybe it was intended, uh, to reestablish himself as a professional wrestler. He and Aldous main evented the inaugural episode of UWN Primetime Live. All right. It was one of the most emotional matches of Aldous's career. Bennett succumbed to the clover leaf, though he never quit. I've watched this match a dozen times. Well, I wrote these words on day 850, by the way. I've watched it many times since then. And I appreciate it more and more every time I watch it, especially in light of Bennett's surge in recent months in Ring of Honor. So, number four, Nick Aldis versus Miracle Mike Bennett. I'm going to be a huge fan of that match, so I'm glad that this made the list. Uh, Mike Bennett was an incredible opponent. Still, yet again, I mean, here in your top five, we're already two for two on people I would love to see Nick Aldis matched up with once more. So I, I, I think, if anything, that's a testament to the man himself. It's just like you just enjoy seeing him wrestle these fantastic opponents. It's a testament to them, of course, but... How many can you have with Nick Aldis? I mean, I've seen like criticism of Nick Aldis all day long. I mean, like you said, you can't fix stupid. But uh, Nick Aldis is, I mean, it feels like all of these matches you've mentioned so far have been epic contests. And so that's got to be a testament you give him credit for. I want to take a quick second to say a uh, what's up to our friend in the chat here, Ragtag Army, uh, who uh, bought their tickets today. So thank you so much, buddy, for doing that. We're going to meet you in, in St. Louis. Uh, I'm not going to sing the song. <laughs> I might. We'll wait. Go, a go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, anyway, meet me in St. Louis. Louis, meet me at the fair. 
And anyway, and we so, shed viewers, bro. We shed viewers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> crazy. If you ain't put everybody to sleep, then they ain't gonna fall asleep to the sultry sounds of Gary Horde. Let me tell you. So anyway, uh, <laughs> this he's <laughs> uh thank you so much for everybody who's bought tickets already. We're we're just we're just happy. Let's sell these MFers out. Can I say MFers on the you can't say MFers? My 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 Piper's right over here. Listen, she's over here on my TV, and you said she's Daddy, what does MF mean? <laughs> Come on, bro. I think you gotta. I think you gotta start questioning why your uh, daughter has a British accent, and who else you know that has one. Just saying. So maybe maybe a little too close to royalty. <laughs> so anyway, all right. All right my, let's my, my wife, my my wife, the <laughs> lovely Tanya, it was born in. Uh, Ipswich, England. So, for everyone who knows, there you go. <laughs> now you all know. So, all right. Anyway, number three, and my man, or my, let me see. Yeah, my man Sin in the chat. He thinks like I do. He thinks like I do. I'm glad he he, he just asked about what's up with Marty Skrull. That's funny. You should ask that because it just so happens that number three, number three, Marty Skrull. August 27, 2019, Gary was there. He synced it. 2019 Crockett Cup in Concord, North Carolina. The reinstitution of the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup was supposed to be about tag teams, and it was, no doubt. But in the history of the Cup, Rick Flair always threatened to steal the show against Dusty in 1986, against Barry Wyndham in 1987, and against the Russian Nightmare Nikita Koloff in 1988. In 2019, Aldis kept this tradition as he and Skrull delivered a brutal spectacle that could arguably considered the that could arguably be considered the 2019 match of the year. As far as I'm concerned, it was the 2019 match of the year. Aldis, of course, retained the strap, but it hardly ended the rivalry. Villain Enterprises, of course, made a statement in the final episodes of Power prior to the pandemic shutdown. And on April 19, 2020, Aldous would certainly have put the final nail in the coffin of this feud. That is until the world changed. Number three, Marty Skrull. Man, that that match in 2019 Crockett Cup, literally, that was the first match in probably years. Because you guys were there with me and I had kind of just come on board as part of the NWA fam. And I was just binge watching all of power up to that point, all of 10 pounds of gold. And I got to the Crockett cup in 2019. And I, that was one of the first matches in years as a wrestling fan that I literally got chills. I was like, this is the kind this is the kind of match right here that I used to go to blockbuster when I was a kid, I used to go to Hollywood video and, and, and peruse the aisles of pay-per-view VHS tapes. And this was the caliber of match that I would see on there. And so that I mean, you've got it right, squarely placed in the top three. It it might be at the top of my list just based on my experience. If this was my preference, but that match was was hands down for me one of the greatest showcases of of both of those guys, not just Nick Aldis, but it's a testament too. And like all these matches, as we go through this list, it, it's also a testament of of really how being in the ring with Nick Aldis really does elevate anyone else. Um, and that's that's the true measure of a great champion. The true measure of a great professional wrestler is every feud is interesting. Every match is is top tier. So it really is hard to boil it down. But that Marty Scroll match in 2019 was was 
was insane for me. I'm going to try to keep this in check as much as I can and just uh, keep it as short and sweet as I can. But if I could tell you my favorite wrestling event of all time ever, it was Crockett Cup 2019. And it was because I was there live and because uh, arrangements and discussions were made. And I, I, I had started this podcast, This is the NWA, like in late 2018 and and it led up to this point that in 2019 i met the champ face to face for the first time mr nick aldis and uh also met marty Skrull, also met tom camille all of those people there's so many stories i have from that weekend it was an epic encounter a vip event was held beforehand or uh like a couple of them were and uh by the way that's something that's going to happen at uh, St. in St. Louis for Empower and for NWA 73, there's going to be a fan fest. And let me tell you why. Do you want to talk about like just, uh, just giving you all the feels for the experience experience that's well worth it because the NWA does it like no other when it comes to fan experience. So you got to do that. But anyway, in 2019, I took my wife and we went to this thing and somehow got lucky enough to end up that somebody had front row seats. They sold us and, uh, we ended up on the front row of the Crockett Cup, and it was epic. The whole event was epic. It felt like it lasted 30 minutes, even if it was three hours or whatever it was. It it just went by too fast. It was so action-packed the entire time. That Marty Skrull and Nick Aldis match was the most... Uh, I hesitate to use the word passionately, but it just felt that way. Like You could feel like both these men we're just invested in this matchup and uh and there were moments my wife being a nurse that like there was blood there was everything and you thought these men were killing each other just to be honest with you and my wife is even like should i do something should i do you know and even see my wife that invested in a wrestling match was just epic and uh just it was such a good time Every single minute of that whole entire weekend was some of the best times I've ever had involving professional wrestling. Hey, did they do that that lapel pin uh, with all this bloody face? Did that commemorate this match? I'm trying to remember. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, I've got it, was... it over here on my shelf. Let me let me grab it. I'm sorry. Let me grab it real quick. I want to show you this right here. So this this commemorates uh, Crockett Cup. That is a lapel pin. Uh, Nick all Nick all this is bloodied face <laughs> and nothing you can do yeah. even I, I I mean and I don't want to take away from you you can find this and you can watch it uh I think it's on fight TV right now you can you can check it out if you've got that NWA package um it's hard to beat that match and it doesn't do it justice because uh we saw Nick finally lock Skrull in the Kingsland Cloverleaf blood was just like pouring out of his head <laughs> you're just like if this guy if Skrull doesn't tap nick will pass out like one of these things is gonna happen right now he will like have blood loss and he will be he will be done in the middle of the ring but uh god it was so good and it was just such a quality 
quality wrestling match. Just every bit of drama and competitiveness that you could ever want in a competition between two dudes trying to win a championship. It was in that match, I promise you. So if you haven't seen it, please, on Fight TV, uh, as part of that package, you can uh, the NWA package, you could see Crockett Cup 2019. And that whole event is fantastic. Uh, even the tag team tournament, which, you know, I like tag teams and I like tournaments. So uh, it was great. Briscoes were there. Fantastic. <laughs> Yuji Nagata and uh, uh, Satoshi, uh, Satoshi Kojima. Um, they're in there. New Japan Pro Wrestling, CMLL, Ring of Honor, NWA, like all these places. You want to talk about the forbidden door? NWA was already in the process of breaking this thing down in 2019 pandemic put a pause on it they're back to do it again but i'm telling you in 2019 you want to talk about like this like it's a new thing nah man crockett cup 2019 had like four companies represented right in the middle of it so anyway right you doggone right um let me let me uh give a quick shout out real quick before i move on to number two a couple comments in the chat one front row uh making a big veruca salt shout out i love veruca salt but the great Piper Stinson is going to be greater than Veruca Salt. Uh, two, Ron Gibson, man. Ron Gibson's been lighting it up all night with some great comments. He says, I wish Samoa Joe had come to NWA for one last match. Look, we're not even talking about all this is uh, matches and impact, man. We're not talking about the fact that he's a one of only four or five people to ever make Sting tap out ever. We're not even talking about that stuff. We're just talking about this. So great comment, Ron. I, I love Samoa Joe. I, I, I do. I, I wish he would make an appearance as well. That, that's a great comment. And then Wayne, again, God keep making great contributions all night in the chat. He asks, who is the longest reigning NWA world champion? Um, that is Luthez. Luthez on two occasions exceeded the 1,000-day mark, but on his first reign, he actually reigned for 2,300 days. Um, and that is the longest reign. And, uh, you know, there's only one man right now in position to break that. And that's Nick Allison. I'm not saying he won't do it. He might do it. It's going to be hard given the landscape, but, but if there's any man that can do it, it's the current champion. So great questions. So let's move on to number two. Um, unless you guys have anything to add about that. Um, April 14th, 2018, a historic event. One of the most historic events. This is his uh, a, an important match, not only for the opponent, but for the location. Wenzhou, China. The distinctive feature that separates the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship from every trophy is that it is the greatest toured and traveled accolade in the world. In the tradition of the great traveling champions like Luthez, Pat O'Connor, Dory Funk Jr., Holly Race, Ric Flair, Adam Pierce, Aldis treated his role as champion in the exact same capacity. Much like a head of a of state, much like a head of state, he traveled the globe with multiple matches in the UK, in Australia, Canada, Puerto Rico, and in, and North Carolina. <laughs> Little Kenny Omega Easter egg there, and, and in April of 2018. For the first time in history, in the People's Republic of China, against former NWA World Heavyweight Champion Colt Cabana. I'm talking about Colt Cabana, all elite Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana from the Seven Levels of Hate against Adam Pierce. that same Colt Cabana 
This match, weighted with history, could arguably be considered the National Treasure's most important title defense ever if it wasn't for one other defense. And we'll get to that in a second. But your comments on this, Will and Gary. Yeah, you summed it up, man. That's huge. Um, you know, not only just because of who he faced, but where where this match took place and uh, the the representation of this title. I mean, that's what sets it apart. You know, I mean, throughout history, you've you've seen a couple different titles. You know, travel across oceans and and continents and things like that, but none as much as the ten pounds of gold. That title has been seen across the world over. And uh, so to have something like that in, in recent history is, is a big deal. And for the current sitting champion to have been part of that, that's a big deal too. So. It's easy to, um, you know, one of the things that drives me crazy that I see all the time on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else is like when people try to question the competition that someone faces in the middle of the ring and, um, as if, you know, first of all, the first thing I think is immediately like you never say it to any of these people's faces. Like if you've never seen, you know, like I saw one today just like criticizing Aaron Stevens or something because he he loves to lean into some comedy side of things. But if you've never seen Aaron Stevens up close, that dude will freaking crush you like that dude is a big, big man. And he's very powerful and very skilled. And uh, this is not a joke. Uh, he, he loves to lean into his comedy stylings and he has the skills, but trust me in the middle of the ring, the man knows how to wrestle. Uh, he, he is where he is for a reason. Um, that said, a, another person that, that I feel kind of, uh, probably in the same boat would be a Colt Cabana. And, um, you know, a lot of times he gets, uh, criticized as a comedy wrestler, but that's, we should not discount the fact that Colt Cabana is a former NWA world's heavyweight champion. This guy is legit. This guy knows how to go in the middle of the ring. He knows everything about wrestling. Sure. He finds a lane and he works in it. He is a member of the dark order at AEW and blah, blah, blah. I love that live from Nick Aldis. I swear we've got to clip it out. Like if you want to see a list of my accolades, <laughs> let's uh, line up with <laughs> TNT on Wednesday night. <laughs> like, that, was, that was pretty good. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Colt Cabana had one of the, the historical feuds for the 10 pounds of gold with Adam Pierce and the seven levels of hate. Colt Cabana is a legit competitor. And if you've never seen him in person up close, go in the ring. The man knows how to wrestle. He's got every single bit of skill that you could ever want out of a professional wrestler. And so as a former champion, see him going up against the current champion, especially in a place that that world's heavyweight championship has never, uh, never experienced before. Like in China, that that's history, man. That's, that's epic. That's right. a big, big deal. And, uh, and, and you can't discount, the location, the challenger or anything. I, I have to agree. I mean, that's one of the epic moments for the 10 pounds of gold and Nick Aldis is defending that title against Cole. Cabana. We also might point out that beyond his in-ring ability, which is where the title is defended, we could also make the argument that Cole Cabana is the first truly contemporary wrestler. If you, if you make the point 
that there are multiple dimensions to wrestling. I don't want to get into insider talk. We're not insiders here. We're just all fans, okay? But Cole Cabana was the first to, to make a social media presence. He was the first to really self-promote. And, and that was a big deal. And especially going into a place like China. When he went into China, man, this is a guy who in a, in a, in a, in a time when social media was just getting off the, the ground, when, when MySpace was still in its heyday, Facebook was, uh, you know, was uh, launching and all that. He was on the cutting edge of that. And by 2018, this is a guy who had hundreds of thousands of social media followers on Twitter and Facebook. And, uh, and so, you know, we're looking at Cole Cabana, uh, Cabana not only as a legitimate competitor, but he's also, you know, a, a contemporary competitor in the sense that he understands the broader aspects of the sport, the the narrative, the self-promotion. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I've got to do an honorable mention here, and I don't want to because I think – Let me uh, – Go ahead, Robin, go, ahead if, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. If, if I don't – one of the best things I've seen in the chat uh, tonight, i got to throw it to my brother front row in the chat right now. He says, I've never seen Nick Aldis defend his title against anyone not worthy of competition. They all step right. up. And I think that that's right. – that's an ultimate testament to not only the competitors, but again, the man, the man who's celebrating a thousand days today as the real world's champion to say what you will about any of these competitors. When they are in the ring with Nick Aldis, it is serious. It is a serious battle. It is a, it is a struggle for dominance. It is, and they are trying to win everybody. There are no games when you're in the middle of a match with Nick Aldis and that's a testament to that man. And uh, so I have to give it to him there. And uh, again, I mean, I, I think that that's very well said front row, every single competitor who steps in the ring with the real world's heavyweight champion there, they've realized whatever they've been doing up until that point. Now it's the real deal. Now it's time to bring the a game, be serious and get the job done. And unfortunately, for a thousand days, at least for those guys, nobody's been able to do it. That's right. That's right. So my honorable mention before I get to number one, and I, I hesitate to put this out. I almost skipped it because I think this th this whole match was illegitimate. It was born out of a conspiracy concocted by Conspiracy Corgan and Irish Pat Kenny and I thought we were doing Jerry this, Mander man. Jerry Mander Joe Galley. Don't interrupt me. And Billy the Kid Trask, the outlaw Billy the Kid himself, to to get Trevor Murdoch into a situation to wrest the title from the champion that they don't want to acknowledge. Okay, uh, but I will say this before I go any further than that. I will say this: no one has ever made me feel like I felt when Ric Flair faced Dusty, faced Dusty Rhodes in 1986, like Trevor Murdoch has. And so, therefore, my honorable mention has got to be Trevor Murdoch at When Our Shadows Fall. This is the modern-day Dusty Rhodes Ric Flair, if there, if there is one, if it's not for this for my number one pick. I mean, there's a lot of places I could go with that. A lot of questions I would love to ask you, but I'm just going to just uh, take the moment to celebrate the fact that you did mention Trevor Murdoch here. And uh, we're, 
I, I can't help but agree. I I think the Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis feud is amazing. I want to repost an interview I had with Trevor Murdoch back in the early days, uh, like the first season of NWA Power, where he took on Nick Aldis. And he slipped on the top rope, and Nick Aldis got the pin. And uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch told me in that interview, like he predicted it there. He was like, we are not done. I am not done with that man. I am going to keep coming after him. And he has, and he continues to. And it is, it's just so cool that that's a story. That's a story we should, honestly, we should probably do a better job of telling. But Trevor Murdoch has been chasing this man for quite some time. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's hard to disagree. That's uh, Trevor Murdoch, honorable mention. Sure. Yeah. Uh, quality opponent, hundred percent. Honorable mention in spite of the conspiracy. Number one, number one. All right, here we go. Just the, you guys saw it. I didn't know the champ was coming on here until about 10 minutes beforehand. But just to know that our, our minds are aligned here, we think alike. Okay, number one, September 30th, 2019. This wasn't the first time these guys met. It wasn't the first time. Maybe not even the most important time. But on NWA Power, Season 1, Episode 1, in the GPB Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, for the last time, Tim Storm got his crack at the 10 pounds of gold. Now, NWA Power changed the wrestling landscape. Changed it. But it needed a major fight to kick off a major project, and this was it. Aldis's most important title defense against perhaps his greatest most career-defining opponent, the great Tim Storm. Tim Storm's victory over Jack Stane, we said it earlier tonight, was the first NWA World's Championship transition of the Lightning One era, and his reign placed the NWA back on the map as a major player in the one true sport. When Storm's reign ended at the hands of Nick Aldis, the whole world wept. Not me, I didn't weep, but the whole <laughs> world wept. <laughs> But Storm, <laughs> Storm always seemed to be on the verge of reclaiming his place on the mountaintop. That dream ended, however, in the GPB studios on the first episode of Power when Storm, and Gary was there, he seemed it. When Storm, under the stipulation that this would be his final shot at the gold, fell to Aldis. This match cemented Power. It cemented Aldis. And it gave rise to a forlorn dream that one day, as the world changes and as situations adjust, maybe, just maybe, Storm, like Dusty Rhodes in his never-ending chase for Flair, might one day return and claim the throne. The number one greatest match of Nick Aldis's reign, no doubt, September 30th, 2019, NWA Power Episode One: Nick Aldis versus Tim Storm in Atlanta, Georgia, the heartbeat, the capital of the National Wrestling Alliance. Can't argue with that, man. That was, I mean, for it, just for me personally, man. I mean, that's 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 where it all started. You know, I started out with with ten pounds of gold, the series, and Episode One was called Meet Tim Storm, and so my my buy-in to the current 
uh, iteration of the NWA was with Tim Storm. And I'll always equate him with that championship. And I will always equate uh, Nick Aldis carrying the, the banner and the torch for the NWA as him winning that from Tim Storm. That's where it originated. And so, I mean, and, and you're right. I mean, there were bigger implications to that match than just the individuals in that match. The, the match was bigger than just Nick Aldis. It was bigger than just Tim Storm. It meant NWA power is here. It's the very thing that we watch week after week. We talk about the logo is right there in the corner of your screen right now. It is the, the banner that we all unite under in the NWA fam. So it was much bigger than just a match. It was much bigger than just uh, two, you know, veterans to very accomplished wrestlers going against each other. It meant the start of, you know, pretty much literally a movement um, that we're all a part of. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue with that sitting at the top of the list personally. I, um, you know, I, I keep saying I started this thing at the end of 2018 and, and, and I just, uh, you're, you're bringing up a lot of just warm memories for me. Rob by talking about some of this stuff and and one of those things is is that I came from being a um WWE fan, huge WWE fan and you think about like the the stars, the people you're told are stars and that sort of thing and again this is not like knocking anybody or taking anything away from anybody but the first time I saw Tim Storm there was something different about that guy like on the 10 pounds of gold series. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. This is a testament to Tim storm as much as it's a testament to Nick Aldis, as much as it's a testament to Billy Corgan, as much as it's a testament to David Lagana. I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw the names out there at this time. Those guys made something special and sitting in a car next to Tim storm, just, uh, you know, it's what it felt like, you know, just seeing it through the screen, getting to know the man, the school teacher, the man who was working his way up through the ranks, who had somehow found his way to the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and still valued it as much as the greats ever had, even though the world had tried to move on from it. As much as Nick Aldis has made that NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, the rivalry with Tim Storm is just as important. Tim Storm holding that title and talking about how it's his mountaintop, how this is everything he ever strived to do. Even if the world didn't care anymore, this belt meant the world to him. And uh, that that was special, man. That that meant something to me as a wrestling fan. And I believed it from day one, I bought in and, uh, I knew wherever this guy was going. So was I. And, uh, and then it led to Nick Aldis winning and me hating Nick Aldis from day one. The first time I see, saw him come in and then learning to love him a little bit and still hate him a lot more. And, uh, but the fact is, is that by the time, that we were ready for NWA power, that that thing became where the NWA was headed. We're finally making a series. I was there in Atlanta, Georgia. I was there at the press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe where they announced everything. I was in person and I got to sit down with each of those men. And for me, in that moment, that was as big of a match as you could have ever made 
out of anything. That was bigger than any pay-per-view bout you could have ever shown me. Tim Storm and Nick Aldis, one more time for the 10 pounds of gold. My God, like those guys, it felt it felt like they were, uh, gosh, I don't know. I think of the dark night when like uh, Batman and the Joker, like when Batman's got the Joker hanging upside down or something and the Joker's like, it feels like we're just destined to do this forever or something like that. <laughs> it just, uh, I felt that with those two guys. Like uh, I, I just felt, yeah. and so, you know, it's sad because Tim Storm's like does such a great job on commentary. You see him on there and you're like, well, I need Tim Storm over the commentary position, but there'll always, there'll always be a piece of me that needs to see Tim Storm one more time, one more time, one-on-one with Nick Aldis, because I swear to God, if there's anybody that's got his number, it's Tim Storm. Tim Storm's got the heart and he could do it any, any day, any time, there, there's a chance Tim Storm could take that 10 pounds of gold again. And uh, I, I, God, I'd love to see it. Anyway, I, I could gush that, all night about that. No, man, that's the Arthurian legend, man. That's that's what that's why in our household, my, my, my wife, me, my kids, we love pro wrestling as a performance art, as Greek mythology, as history, as the one true sport. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. We came here tonight not to be controversial, but to celebrate this historic achievement, something that we may never see again in our lifetime. This is really historic. And so next time, for those of you who have hung out, all of you who have been here tonight, who have hung out, anytime someone comes at you and wants to bad talk Nick Aldis or the NWA and ask you, well, who has he beaten? I think we've shown you he's beaten everybody. He's beaten everybody. In in the in definitive form. I mean, he is he is the real world's champion. And there you have it. I mean, on the the one thousandth day of the reign of Nick Aldis, I want everybody that's here tonight to relax. Don't overthink things, don't overanalyze, just relish the fact that you're experiencing something that you may never see again in your lifetime, something that may never happen again ever. We're long past debating, and I I was resolved by this 500 days ago, guys. We're long past debating whether Aldous is one of the greatest of all time. For me, that conclusion is foregone. The debate I'm having now is if he is the greatest of all time. And by the way, we're only 1,000 days away from the 2,000 celebration show. Go ahead and mark your calendars. <laughs> you know Rob's already got it set up on his clock on his phone. He's got his, he, he pretends he like just, he, he don't know how to use the calculator, but he got that timer set. Yeah, I think he just I think he just sent us a, a Google calendar invite for a, a thousand days from now to make sure we go live to uh, celebrate. <laughs> well, one thing we know for sure is he all this to get there has got to get through Trevor Murdoch one more time in Charlotte, North Carolina at the gathering two rubble at the Hilton. That's Next weekend, you want to be a part of that. Another person whose belt is on the line, Camille, in her first NWA Women's World Championship. She is competing against Kenzie Page, and Kenzie Page is no slouch either. Maybe, maybe we're 
we're witnessing the beginning of another great rivalry. Wouldn't that be something? So maybe you want to be at the gathering in Charlotte because you could be seeing the beginnings of something special there too. Kinsey Page and Camille could be starting something epic. And uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to see it. And uh, thank you guys, everybody, for, for just hanging out with us in the chat. This went way longer than we expected. And uh, But with you all being here and watching, this is probably going to earn the NWA some money uh, on the YouTube. And uh, it'll make us look good. So thank you. Thank you for that. But more importantly, everybody who showed up here who said that they've already bought the tickets for NWA Power, for Empower, for NWA Power, uh, or I'm sorry, NWA 73 at the chase. Guys, I, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm really not. This is this is going to go down in history. You want to be a part of that. I know not everybody can be there in person, but you got to at least get in on Fight TV. Prove the haters wrong. I see you guys. Uh, Patrick, Polkadot Pam, God bless you. Matthias, uh, Sin, Certified Hustler, Ryan Romano, Nathan, Front Row, uh, all of you. I, I just see it. There's so, there's so many names, and, and, and we legitimately, we're grateful for you, and I promise you the Matthias Shaw, Matthias Shaw 637. Matthias Shaw 637, we see you too, man. I mean, I think I said his name, but, you know. Did you? We'll say it again, yeah. Whatever. Well, I'm going to say it because I like that name. That's a cool name. I, anyway, uh, no, seriously, thank you guys uh, for being here. And we are extremely grateful for you being a part of this. We called two and a half hours of this live stream that we hijacked for the NWA unplanned <laughs> on Friday. And you guys are here. There are we we don't here. even have permission, man. We don't even have permission. We're going, we were like, hey, Cause we got the, you know, we, we, we know, we know we got the login. So we're like, should we ask permission or ask forgiveness? <laughs> we'll talk you to Billy we afterwards. We'll see what he says. Uh, Mr. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, Billy, here I go again. No, Mr. Corgan, Edition, president, William yeah. Patrick Corgan. When he's like, what were you guys doing that entire time? Well, we'll see. I think my argument is going to be like, well, if you fire us, it's going to prove Rob right about conspiracy yeah. Corgan. So, uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. We love all of you, and I promise you, the NWA is grateful for every single one of you. Please tell your friends, tell everybody. It's up to you. Like seriously, do you remember ECW? Do you remember how any? I don't know. Think of anything that's ever grown from the ground up, like a groundswell of support. You, you can be a part of this right now with the NWA. Like if you believe in it, like we believe in it, you can make it happen. I know it's, it's fun to look back on history documentaries and, and that sort of thing. And like whatever the WWE tells you on their documentary stories and that sort of thing. But you know how cool those stories are. You're in it. You're in it right now. You can be a part of that story. You could say you were there at the groundswell you created the cult you started because you celebrated the National Wrestling Alliance and you brought it back to prominence. That's what we're trying to do here. And I think all of you could be a part of that. You can tell your friends, your family, everybody. If you miss pro wrestling the way you remember it, anybody who stepped out because it's not like it used to be, you know where it is. 
like it used to be. And that's in the National Wrestling Alliance. So come and join us. Tell everybody. Be a part of this thing. Sell those pay-per-views on Fight TV. Sell those tickets. Let's sell out this thing. Let's show everybody who says NWA doesn't matter when NWA 73 sells out that, yes, it does. Let's show everybody who says a women's pay-per-view can't work when Empower sells out. Yes, it does. Let's show everybody that says the history of wrestling. When somebody puts a legend on their show and acts like they're a goof, let's show them, no, people just sold out wrestling at the chase because they appreciate legacy. They appreciate the tradition. You can show every single person right now. All you got to do is step up and share this thing with everyone. Anyway, I've rambled long Ooh, enough. I love it. Televangelist man. Gary. I know. I was, saying, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, I was like, and you know, ha, when God, ha, every now and again, ha. I was like, dang, what? We haven't camped. We haven't camp meeting at Presbyterian camp meeting here. I feel it. Me and I feel it, man. I'm just saying I've shit. never been, I've never cared about something like this. Don't tell my wife. No, no, I'm just kidding. I love my wife. But I, I believe in this. We believe in this. The National Wrestling Alliance, brothers and sisters, let's do this. Let's make right. this the biggest thing that's ever happened in professional wrestling. Let's cement ourselves in history. All you got to do, fight TV. There's a bundle. It's value price make everybody watch it we promise if you get them there we'll make sure they stay if you get them there to st louis we'll make sure that they're fans for life so that's that's what we need yeah ryan nwa telethon that's what we're doing anyway. <laughs> my brother <laughs> Rock we're, gonna, we're gonna stay we're gonna be streaming live we're not going to stop until the tickets sell out. We're, this could go for for twenty four hours. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's just keep put this the going. number down there. Put <laughs> the number down there, Gary. We got to get some of those old school phones. You know, I don't. I'm getting out. a divorce, and uh, <laughs> I got some coins. I got here's some half dollars I want to sell you. <laughs> anyway, we're going to off. We've been two and a half hours. Thank you for everybody who stuck with us. Thanks for being in the chat again. We are at TIPW Show on all the social medias. Make sure you subscribe to youtube.com slash this is pro wrestling, or make sure you're subscribed here and hit the bell for alerts and uh, follow the NWA if you're not already for some weird reason. Anyway, this is going to, this is already huge. It's going to get bigger. I promise you stay tuned more to come. This thing is going to be history and you're part of it. We can't wait to hang out with you guys. You see our hashtags. If you want to reach out to us individually or not a hashtags, but our, at things Our anyway hats. yeah yeah there you go we love you guys thanks yeah, for being right here there. until next time you guys enjoy your great